I'm Nana. I'm Martin. And we're Bloods are. And Bloods are us. One of these days, we're going to get that down to a T. Alright guys, uh, welcome to episode 164 of Blurs Are Us. Um, I just want to thank everyone that listened to our last episode, uh, episode 163 obviously, uh, Project Power. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit of a weird one because I, I think I was chatting to Stevie and I was like, oh, um, you know, because you know, he listened to the last episode and he was like, oh I like, it was nice hearing Martin talk about how he likes the Ghibli Files episode. I was like, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, like the Ghibli Files... You know, they, they normally get about maybe like 50, 50-ish plays or something. It's not like one that gets played a lot, in it. So now I went on yeah. SoundCloud and I was like, oh, let me just like check the stats, in it. And um, the last Ghibli episode got, must have got like 90 plays. I was like, okay, fair enough. That's, nice. pre- that's, that's pretty good. And then I was yeah. I, I glanced over at Project Power and I was like, wait a minute. It's got like <laughs> 240 plays in like three days. I was like, I was like, what's going on here? Um... But yeah, no, so... It must be my sexy voice. Oh, listen, your sexy voice has been on the show for a while, mate. So, it's definitely not you. Well, it's definitely not you either. Wait, I don't know, man. I I, I would... You know, if anyone is a new listener and the very first episode you listened to was the Project Power episode, um, you know, could you, like, uh, send us an email or send us a message on Facebook and let us know, like, why that episode I've all the episodes we've done so far is what like you know came to your attention because yeah man like that project power episode is now like our most played episode it's got um 260 plays again that's this is obviously me looking at soundcloud stats isn't it but that's that's buff i like that i like that a lot um so yeah you know anyone that's listening for the first time um or you know second time since project power is your first time listening um Thank you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, hit us up, man. We're on all the different social media platforms on Facebook.com. You can search for us at Blurs or Us. We're also on mm-hmm. Instagram. I believe the bl- is, uh, Instagram. I believe the Instagram is Blurs underscore R underscore Us. We're also on Twitter. Um, you can send us an email at Blurs or Us at Hotmail.com. Um, yeah, man, let us know how you found us. You know, if you enjoyed, if you chose to stuck, stick around. Um, and let us know what you like, what you don't like, and we'll try and do more of the things you do like so that, um, yeah, we can keep, you know, keep this track moving. Um, and if you did like the last episode, um, and you are an iPhone user, well, iPhone user, an Apple product user, uh, if you could go to iTunes on the podcast and, you know, give us a five star, maybe write a little description of what you think of the show, um, that would just all help with visibility. And, um, yeah, it would just be fantastic, man. Like, mm. you know, we do this for you. This is obviously, you know, I would one day love to get paid to do this because that would be sick. Like, literally, if my job was just that podcast all day and make bank, yeah, I'd I'd be down. Um, but, yeah, guys, seriously, no, on, a, on a real sort of level, thanks for listening. Um, it put a massive smile on my face when I saw um, the amount of plays that we got on the, that episode. Um, but, yeah, without further ado... Um, the main focus of the episode will be the DC fandom. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on for that later. Um, but, you know, before we get into all that, uh, Martin, what have you been up to this week? Yeah, so finally caught up with Digimon. Um, I haven't watched it for the longest time because oh. I was with my girlfriend with me, but I've now caught up to episode 11. Oh, dude, don't, don't, days, don't, so. even, don't even say nothing because I probably haven't watched it since, like, <laughs> maybe episode 5. I have been oh, wow. slacking. Like, wow. yeah, I'm one for so long. 
I am on. No, actually, I'm on episode ten. Oh, okay, I'm not that far behind. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm Maybe sound like you're on six or something. Do you know what? It's cause, like four. It's because I haven't watched a lot of the stuff below that. <laughs> so I think I've been mm. kind of keeping up with God of High School, uh, ReZero, and Digimon. Everything else yeah. I probably haven't watched for a good couple of weeks. Like one of the shows I haven't even started yet, so <laughs> I don't know when I want to get around to that. Um, yeah. But yeah, now gone. What else you been? So, um, watching Helsing, I'm on episode five. Nice. Um, Netflix is doing this weird thing now where you watch, I watch it dub because doing stuff on the laptops, I can't read the subs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's the only reason I'm watching it dubbed. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Netflix is this weird thing where it'll play it in English dubs and then the very next episode will change it to, uh, Japanese. To, uh, Japanese. I'm just like, Whoa! I missed the, almost the entire episode because it's just background noise. Like I'm saying, I'm I'm doing other stuff. While yeah. I was, uh, watching. Yeah. But um, yeah, episode five. I'm really enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. even though it came out in 2006, I think the animation aged so so well. Um, even compared to animes that are coming out today. So yeah, it's good. Um, mm. still watching the Misfit of the Demon King Academy. Um, I'm on the latest episode. <sighs> I need to get back to that man. Sorry, I need to get back yeah. to that. Like, I was actually enjoying that. Mm. And um, I mean, I just like animes with like you know just OP characters right off the bat. Mm. Do something. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry, I made. Um, I'm watching Drugs Inc. Um, that's also on Netflix. So that just goes into a bit more of the drug game. It looks at you know people who buy from cartels, people who grow stuff like you know the heroin plants, the cocaine plants and stuff like that mm. um talks about the drug industry and stuff like that so it's very very informative so i've been watching that um again just something in the background um mm. just background noise but you know i still get gain information from that um i recently started playing naruto ultimate ninja storm 4 again um this is road to boruto so what happened was i played the game completed it 100 percent and put it away David Bob played online, I think. I've only played online once and realized that these people online are just ridiculously good compared to uh-huh. every other character or every, everything else in the game. Yeah. Um, my cousin hit me up and actually I was about to introduce him to like, the whole world of Naruto. So we're talking about the anime and the games and stuff. And he was like, we played a game. He smashed me. I was like, what the hell is going on? Because I remember I used, to, I used to beat him day in, day out. Like, but this is when he was, what, eight years old? So mm. we're talking a good ten years ago. <laughs> um, and he was just smashing me, and I was like, raw, what is this? So, yeah, I picked it up again. I'm playing it online now. I'm beating people online, so, yeah, it's good. Um, last but not least, um, Apex Legends Season 6. So mm-hmm. that only came out, I think, um, was it? I think it was like as early as Friday or something that the new update came on. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, it's really, really good. Um, you know, new character stuff like that. Actually, no, it's a lie. Not this, not this Friday, just gone um, Friday before. So, yeah, new season is really good. Um, they've introduced a uh, new weapon, um, new mods to it, um, new character as well. And the character's not, like, not broken or anything like that, so it's really good. Um, I'm sure there's more updates to come to nerf a few abilities or, you know, buff a few abilities. So we'll wait to see what they do. But that's been my week so far. How about you, Nana? Oh, man. Again, it's one of those ones, yeah. Like, I don't even know what I've been doing. Like, the week, like, I'm still not back at work. 
So Ooh. I have a limited time. But if you ask me what I've been doing this last week, yeah, like I couldn't really tell you. Mm. Um, so <laughs> actually, not tell that. So I think on Saturday I went and worked out with cheek. Like right now, I'm kind of trying to get back into the well. I've been in the gym, I'm so I'm trying to lose some weight. Um, I've been working out. I think on Saturday I went I went to Chike's house and me and him did like uh, a joint circuit training thing. So that was pretty yeah. good. Um, in terms of what we I've been watching, I've just kind of just had the NFL Network on in the background. Like um, I've got access to that now. Um, so I've just kind of been playing around with that, uh, playing around, watching certain shows and that. I haven't watched episode two of Hard Knocks just yet. Um, I'm just waiting for a, t- a, like, a time where I can sit down and just watch it. And with no Bro, distraction. I haven't yeah, I haven't started. Yeah, episode one was alright, you know. Yeah. So I'm just what looking. What are they following? They're following both the LA Rams and the um, LA Chargers. Okay. So it's two teams in one, isn't it? Because both of those teams are in LA. Um, and yeah. like the first episode was alright, but obviously it wasn't very much football since obviously like um, COVID happened. So there was like no OTAs, mm-hmm. no real training camp, no mini ca- rookie mini camps and stuff like that. So it's a bit of a disjointed start, but I'm hoping like as they start to ramp up and uh, have like teams will have like their own um, team scrimmages and stuff like that. Um, we'll yeah. start to get a bit yeah. more football, start to see, you know, people getting cut and stuff like that. Um, uh, what else? Oh, so, um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again anyway. Um, cause I actually listened back to the episode that I was on and it was actually like, not to gas myself <laughs> up in a sense. Uh, but it was a really good episode. So I yeah. guest appeared on the real Zodiac and we got to talk about my favorite film of all time, which is the Matrix. And, um, it was like listening to Amanda and Quentin talk about the film, film and like hearing their insights and like just the interaction. Like it was just a really cool conversation. And I think it was like, yeah. I don't know, maybe an hour and a half. But when I played it back, like the time just flew by and I was just like, oh, yeah. I'm at the end. And I was like, oh, my episode's finished. Um, <laughs> but like, I've been listening to some of the other episodes. Like they just had Brian on. Um, I can't remember what film they just reviewed. But they just had Brian from PCR and I listened to the episode. I'm currently listening to um, them reviewed the one I love that's got Rebecca on um, mm-hmm. and yeah I'm just enjoying listening to these guys because like they get they get like a new guest on their episode it's different movies old movies for the most part some of the movies I haven't seen but like again I just like listening to people that I know to talk about stuff and like hearing yeah. their passion and hearing their enjoyment for what they're watching um, you know like there will be one or two films that I like before I listen to the episode I might go back and watch because I think one of the next ones they've got is Kill Bill 1 and 2 and I have not seen Kill Bill 1 and 2 in forever. So, um, I might give that a rewatch and then, um, listen to the episode. Oh, so I kind of thought of just in terms of things that I haven't seen in forever. Yeah. I kind of think what I was saying that I watched the other day. Um, I watched Annie. Um, I am fairly certain that I'd, I'd seen the original, I think it's 1982 version. Um, I remember watching as a kid see this is the thing I kind I, I, like I said I feel like I watched it as a kid in it but it might be one of those movies I only watched like once as a kid and I've never seen it again and then like because I haven't seen the Jamie Foxx version and um, there was another version I think that came out in 92 or 2011 my, my sources on IMDB have been flopping me on that one um, but I don't recall seeing them um, so I must have only ever seen the original Annie in it and I watch yeah, this movie yeah. and I'm just like, I, there's so much of it I didn't remember. 
and it still cracked me up like watching it and I was just like this is like so of its time especially since it's like it's a movie made in 1982 but it's meant to represent 19, the 1930s I was just like this is just like oh like, is it? yeah and I was oh, just like I didn't even, even realise that again I watched it as a kid yeah so it was Anakin like having a smart mouth on her and that was it oh yeah she was very snappy and like I said like it's a it's, it's a movie made in the early 80s yeah but it's representation of 1930s isn't it so like Everything's even more old, and like, I think. Don't quote me on this year, but like I think when they were filming it, like the twin towers was built. But because it was meant to be represented in the 1930s, when they showed the shot of the New York skyline, they made sure not to show the twin towers because obviously the twin towers wouldn't have been built back in the 1930s. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Again, if I got my facts wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm not that much of a historian. Um, but yeah, the film was fun. Um, I like I like the fact that like literally it seemed that everyone in this film like came from like a I would say like a dance background like ballet school and stuff like that because there was like flips and like old timey ballet and dancing um, yeah it was just a really fun movie man I would probably give it like a half chicken um, I didn't I like I was watching it with babes in it and like it was just it was fun in it like do you know what I mean um, and yeah it was just fun watching it together um, it turns out that like she is a big fan of Annie, I that is, you know, what the ones you learn, you learn something new about your partner like every day, and I was like, I'm just sometimes looking, I'm just like, right, okay, I did not know that about you, which is kind of bad to say since we're like coming up to be together for like three years, but it is what it is. I focus on the future and not still, the past. I'm still learning new stuff. I, I hear you. I'm still learning new stuff about Tina. So yeah, how long have yeah. you not been together? Not to turn this into like a relationship podcast, but I'm just six six years. Six years, cool, fly me, governor. Huh? In there for the long haul. Long haul, yeah. Nah, that's good, man. I saw you took her to Ghana recently. Yeah, I took her to Ghana 2018, 2019, Chris 2018. How did she find it? She loved it, man. Um. She said a lot of things in Ghana are similar to what they are in... Uh, she's originally from Kurdistan, so... Yeah. Um, a lot of things are similar. Um, yeah, she enjoyed it, man. She wants to go back. In fact, she wants to like, live there one day, so... Fair you know, enough. I think, I think I've done Ghana justice by, you know... <laughs> 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 to live there one day, yeah. No, that's the, do you know what's yeah. funny? Like, speaking of like, Ghana, like, Ghana and that, yeah, like, the other day, I had Dorod, and um, I got my mom to make her some fufu. And she had, oh, fufu, no. she, she had fufu and cutting corn for the first time. And um, yeah, man, she liked it. She ate it like a boss as well. Like, initially, she tried to tell me that she wanted a spoon, yeah. And I was just like, nah, 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 nah. nah we nah, don't, don't do, do them things here, yeah. You don't eat fufu. We don't do that here. Yeah, we don't do that here at all. Like, about, when I see people eat fufu with a spoon, yeah, I don't think I understand how much I want to just go up to them and just slap them and be like, <laughs> what are you doing? How are you disgracing this dish by using cutlery? Like, ugh, no, that's not what we do. Like, yeah, ugh, anyway. Yeah, yeah so no, it's, it's cool um, that she had that and she, she seemed to like it because, like, I'm a big yeah. fan of Fufu and Katekwan, uh, aka Peanut Soup for anyone that that doesn't know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, nah. Um, yeah, so that was, that was quite uh, uh, interesting. Not interesting, but I just found it funny because, like, she's kind of been asking yeah. to try it for, like, ages and I've just, like, never arrange for it to happen so um yeah it was cool it was good it was it was an entertaining experience like just good, going through that for the first time and i definitely look forward to taking her to ghana at some point um yeah oh, 100% do that i'm so i'm yeah. sure love it. do you know what it's because um, i haven't been there that often like i would want to go when like 
one of like my cousins or that is there in a sense like mm-hmm. so that they can take us out and stuff because me if i go to ghana yeah i'm just sleeping and chilling like i'm not like do you know what i mean i'm like that's what i do with most of my holidays most like if it wasn't for Dell, yeah most of our holidays together would just end up with me sleeping in bed and watching the tv of whatever nation that we're in because when i, when I go i just like to relax in it like i'm not looking to yeah. go around and hail taxis and and try and like communicate with the local people to figure out what we're trying to do like especially like when you go to someone that is not like obviously I'm not trying to say it in a bad way because obviously like you know when I go to Ghana it's not going to be that hard because obviously I speak the local language isn't it but like sometimes when you go abroad yeah like sometimes it can be a hassle just dealing with the language barrier and some again like sometimes when I go on holiday I'm not looking to get myself stressed I'm just looking to lounge like my perfect holiday yeah is pretty much just Chilling by the pool, chilling by the beach, somewhere hot, uh, with loads of cocktails in my hand and mm. sleeping. Where Del is like a adventurer. She wants to like go yeah, climb mountains true. and see museums. Do you know, the, do you know, the thing is, like, I don't mind doing that sometimes. Like, if I went to Egypt, yeah, like, I'd want to go see the pyramids. I'd want to go see the Sphinx. You know, I want to take a trip down the river. There, I, there, there mm-hmm. will be some touristy things that I want to do in it, but for the most part, when I go abroad, I don't want to be so touristy. I just want to kind of just chill, relax, de-stress, maybe get a massage, you know, just them simple yeah. things there. But, um, yeah, no, I, I do look forward to taking her to Ghana because obviously, like, that's where I'm at. And then, and again, I'm also looking forward to her taking her to Jamaica because I've always wanted to go to Jamaica, like, mm. from early, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, be... I have family in Jamaica as well, so I, yeah. think I should go. Yeah, man. I I think I, you know it's just like anytime someone goes to Jamaica, it just seems like they have such an amazing time in it. So um, I just would want to check it out. Um, the other thing that I did, um, I think that might be it for what I did today. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my brains. I'm just like, what did I do? Mm, wake up, go gym, to, gym, to the gym, and come back and sleep. I uh, well, not sleep, but I've been chilling. Do you know what? Yeah. I can't remember who I was having this conversation with. So basically, like, I've just got, like, one of those new fire sticks put in my room kind of thing. And, like, I've just downloaded all the, all the apps that I had on my Xbox. I've just kind of re-downloaded onto the fire stick. And obviously, mm-hmm. there's a couple more options that um, the fire stick has that the Xbox doesn't. So literally, the other day, I was thinking to myself, hmm, do I really want to buy a PS5? Because it's just going to be, for the most part, a game... Um, a TV entertainment, it's gonna be an entertainment system because, like, mm. I don't game nowhere near as much. Like, obviously, football managers is life, so I yeah. still bang that out like it's religion. But, like, in terms of actual gaming, every once in a while, like, I throw on my Switch and play some Tetris 99. Um, in terms of, like, the games that I bought, like, I think I was playing, um, Xenoblade Chronicles, the definitive, the definitive, the definitive edition. And like, mm. I haven't touched that in weeks. Like, do you know what I mean? I've still got so many other games on my Switch that I haven't even played yet. So I was just thinking yeah. to myself, like, do I really want to spend 400, 500 pounds on something that I might not play? But then certain things happened this weekend where I was just like, hmm, actually, you know what? Getting a PS5 might not be such a bad idea. So, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, anything, anything generic you want to say? I don't know. I mean, uh, PS5, I mean, I always do this thing where I wait 
a year or two before I get a new, the new game console, the mm. next game console. So I'm hoping by the time I get it, will be you know during um, uh, either Cyber Monday or Black Friday or something like that. Jump mm. on the sales like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I say also hopefully you'll come with games or come with a controller. Like I spend a bit more money on the on extra controller, an extra game or something like that. Mm. But that's that's been my thing for a while now. So oh yeah, hold on. Sorry, this is very random. Not even random, yeah. But while back, you recommended um, Overcooked, didn't you? Overcooked, yes. Yeah, I was actually can you were just like oh like him and his wife here. Yeah, the only game they play together is Overcooked. Overcooked, and, and, and I was like, did. I was like, you know what, yeah. They're the second people that have like mentioned this game to me, so I was like, you know what? Mm. I need to get this game so me and Del can play it and like see if it's as as great as everyone's making out to be. Mm. Yeah, but um, I get it. Yeah, no, I, 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 again, if two people have told me, it seems like it's something that I need to do in it. Um, blah, 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 blah. what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, my my tablet's being silly, so there's gonna be no sound effects today, which is. Absolutely. Oh, again, Nana, again. Mm. You are depriving the people of my anime news intro. Right? Oh, do you know Come what, on. yeah? Hold on, hold on. Do you know with that, yeah? I told you to send me the link of the actual sound, this, um, the actual opening theme song you want me to use because the last the last yeah. one that I used last time, it just played and it went straight into it. The one that then the next time I searched on YouTube, yeah, it just mm. like didn't, um, what do you call it? It didn't start straight away like how I know it's meant to, and then, right. like I said, it was on you to send me the link, and you didn't send it to me. So but it wouldn't have happened anyway today, because you know. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't happen today because. In hindsight. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight. What? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, like I can see the tablet. Yeah, and it's a Samsung. T- Do you know? What? I need actually need to update this at some point. I might have to switch to get an iPad. Because mm. like when I turn it, try to turn it off. Yeah. It works. Like I can see the power off button and the restart button, but then when I try and swipe to like go to anything else, it just does. What, it's just not having it. It's not having it yeah. at all. So yeah, no bumpers today. But uh, we're gonna head over to the news. All right, where do we start on the news today? Um, no, actually, sorry guys, we're not gonna go to the news. We're gonna gonna kind of quickly just discuss one or two little things. So. I was on one of the many black nerds groups that I am on Facebook and someone posted this question. And the question was, who's the most iconic character shown here? Now, the first character was Sephiroth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second character, I, ha- I have to say, is modern day Lara Croft. So not, and not the classic one that we know, not Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah. Then the next one is Kratos. Then it's um, I want to say that that's Dante. No, that's not Dante. That's the other guy, no. It must be Dante. You talk about the red jacket, white hair. Yeah, yeah. That's Dante. That, oh yeah, so that's Dante from Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Who's the yeah. other character from Devil May Cry? Um, you are thinking of his brother. Um, oh, I can't remember his brother's name. Um, let's see, Dante and. No, I'm thinking of the old man. Wasn't there like an older guy that was in the Devil May Cry series? Maybe, but he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing the character. Are you sure? He had his brother. His brother is. Oh, his name came away in my head. Flipping hell. Wasn't his brother like the devil? His brother. So his brother is has the same abilities as him. Only he works for another organization. 
Was didn't his brother like wear white clothes? Virgil, that's his name. Virgil. I'm pretty sure there was another character in Don in Dante's Inferno. I mean, Devil May Cry. I'm sorry, Devil May Cry. Is it? Wait, why am I thinking of Dante? Maybe the other guy is called Dante. Yeah, so 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 there there is um Dante in um uh oh what's it called um Dante's Inferno. Because obviously Dante is the Knight Templar who has to go through hell to save his loved one. There, yeah. Or um, the seven, the seven states of hell, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you have Dante in Devil May Cry series. Mm. Yeah, right. so that's where you're getting confused. Mm, okay, so so he was in Devil May Cry. Yeah, so Dante, yeah, so Dante in Dante's Inferno is completely different to Dante from Devil May Cry. Okay, but there is a Dante. That's all I'm trying to say is that there is a Dante in Devil May Cry. I don't feel like I'm talking about a completely different game. Yes, yes, there is a Dante in Devil May Cry. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Um, As for Iconic, bro, that's a bit of a hard one. So, when I hear Iconic, I hear old, so... Okay, this this is my answer to the question, yeah? Actually, no, I'm going to let you go first and I'll, I'll give my answer. Uh, I'm I'm saying old, so also is Lara Croft PS1 um, Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and then you had Sephiroth was on PS2, obviously with um, I should know was it, it was PS1, wasn't it? Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so those two, and then Kratos also came out on the PS2, um, and the early and the Xbox then as well, um. Uh, who was the last one? Last one was yeah, Devil May Cry. So again, yeah. I remember from the PS2. I think most iconic has got to be um, Lara Croft. Okay, I, yeah. I, you know I can see where you get to this this conclusion, but this was my answer. And I personally agree. I was like, in terms of like most recognizable and iconic to me are separate things, isn't it? So mm. I said yeah that if you were talking about most iconic. I think it's Sephiroth in it, yeah. But if you're talking about the most I recognizable in terms of just like in general, um, yeah. And again, I I, I said it's got to be taken with a pinch of salt, yeah, because if you're not one of the new gen um, Tomb Raider players, you wouldn't know that was Lara Croft, because obviously mm-hmm. most people will, ha- will still have Angelina, the like the how she looks, Angelina Jolie, and yeah, the old school the strangle boots, yeah. Like try, do you know what I mean? I think that. In terms of that, that's the most recognizable. But for me, yeah, I think yeah. it's Sephiroth. Sephiroth is iconic, isn't it? He is one of the greatest villains out there. Like, not even just in the gaming industry, just in, in any form of media. Yeah. yeah, he is just iconic, isn't it? Like, yes, Lara Croft spanned like, I don't know, 20 games, uh, three movies. So yeah, she's, she's done a lot, in it? But in terms mm-hmm. of being iconic, for me, it's gotta be Sephiroth, man. Uh, but again, I can understand the argument of um, Lara Croft. Again, maybe just because Devil May Cry is not something that I was into, and um, mm. Kratos as well. I'm like, I played, I think, the first God of War, but I don't think them two are anywhere near those other two's um, uh, range. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely between Sephiroth and um, and Lara Croft. Again, just because of the years of when the games came out. Well, I think. Final Fantasy 7 came out in 97. I think the first ever Tomb Raider came out in 96. But, like, for me, yeah, 
Sephiroth has his own theme song. Like, you have to be a boss that when people hear your tune, they know it's you. And then that you're... Even though he's not the main character. (laughs) Even though you're not the main character. And I saw in the first game for, like, a whole dish, you didn't even see Sephiroth. And everyone just shook. Like, Sephiroth here was basically the original he who must not be named. Like, no one wanted to talk about him. Anytime his name was mentioned, it was like, shh, 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 no, no, we don't speak about him. I got like, ah, come on. Is, is. Yeah, he's just a bastard in all games, man. Like, especially when it came to um, oh, what's it called, Kingdom Hearts, man. He oh, Kingdom Hearts too. Bro, his health bar was so high, like it, it, it didn't even register the first 10, 15 times you hit him. Hmm. Bro, so yeah, I, I can understand why for you be suffer off. Yeah, man, it's gotta be Sefi, man. He for Sefi Sefi Alright, come on. It, listen, it doesn't get any more. Like I said, yeah, Lara Croft is great and I have mad respect for her. Um, and the franchise that she's built. But like I said, mm. Sephiroth's on, on a, on a next level, man. But when you're appearing in other people, like, he was in Final Fantasy VII, then he was in pretty much bare different, like, the Final Fantasy, like, fighting games and that, yeah. Yeah. Then, obviously, yes, Cloud and them were in there, but he was like, I saw he was the hardest boss in Kingdom Hearts to you. Bro, 100%. He, he wasn't even like a main boss, he was a secret boss. So, you know, where you complete the game and everything, go through um, the extra whatevers. Mm. And then, oh, so it was the. Um, was it Olympus or it was Hercules' level, basically? Yeah. Where you had and all those challenges. And you try and beat him. They're like, bro, just give me your ultimate blade. Just, just allow it. <laughs> just mm. stop the madness. And he's just, he's like, no, you're getting tumped today. Yeah. Annoying shit. Hmm. No, definitely, man. All right, so another question that was posted, yeah. Sorry, guys, mm-hmm. like, it's turning into question hour. Um, what gaming moment, yeah, like, filled you with despair? Like, made despair. Ma- made you chop onions? Made you just want to throw the con- the controller through your TV and just dash out the console oh, if you're rich easy. enough if you're rich enough to replace it? What What was that this, moment this for you? Is- this is easy. So this is way, way back in the day when I had the SNES, so Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and I had Mortal Kombat on it. Right? And no matter what I did, right, and this is this is back in the day where you didn't have you didn't even have memory cards to save your progress or anything like that, right? So this was when I was fighting. Um, so you know, you fight everyone, you pick your best character, use that best, use your character for everything. Cool. Get to the final like two bosses. One of them being um, is it Goron? Before you fight, um, um, oh, can't remember the can't remember the other guy's name, but Goron, the guy with the four arms, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter what I did, right? So whether I even even when I increased the handicap so much that you know it was, I could get this guy in two hits, this mm-hmm. guy would just put him go down. He grab you, bite your head a couple of times, chuck you away. I would just repeat process again and again. Yeah. No matter what you did, right? Even on the most like lightest handicap. Or, like, even if you set the handicap for yourself all the way to max, right? Mm. He would still beat you no matter what you did. I used to beat my friends easily all the time, right? And he just wouldn't die. So, yeah, he was the guy who I wanted to chuck my controller on the screen uh, because of. All right, so, so for, for me, yeah, the, the video game moment that made me chop onions, yeah, and just made me, like, distraught and just upset that like I think I had to like pause the game and just like not play it for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Was final yeah. it was my first ever playthrough of Final Fantasy Seven. 
yeah? yeah. And this links back to why Sephiroth is iconic, yeah? So here's me at what? I don't know. Seven, no, it wasn't, it wasn't even seven because I think I might have first played it when I was in secondary school. So maybe mm. like 2002. Um, yeah, so like 11, 12 years old, you know, for, I've, you know, not had this game spoiled for me. Playing for the first time. Oh, you're Cloud. Okay, that's cool. I like Cloud. Oh, you're Barrett. Mm, yeah, cool. I like Barrett. Barrett's cool. Yeah, you get Tifa. Cool. You get Ares. Oh, Ares, your healer. Hey, she's in my party all the time, man. <laughs> I made sure she was leveled up. She had some good, good items. Yo, she she got me out of a few scraps, mate. Yeah? Mm. Loving Ares. So, anyway, I'm playing the game along. You get to... Whoa, whoa, what the, was it the Ancients Temple? You get to the yeah. Ancient Temple, you're just playing the game along, you know, you you know when your character dies, just give him a phoenix down and you just carry on. Mm-hmm. No, no one, like, I had never heard of a game, yeah, where you had <laughs> permadeath. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd, never, I'd never played a game like that. You know, it was, it was Mario 64, it was Snowboard Kids, it was Zelda. Do you know what I mean? You die, you just, you know, press continue or you, you mm. know, give yourself an item that brings you back to life. I was like, cool playing this game i'm enjoying it i'm like raw this game came out in 97 these graphics are banging i was like this game is dope do 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 asia village i'm not playing it i was like oh yeah this that, and the other and then it turned it done it went into what's it is it F, not fmv it get, turned into one of those movie cutscenes isn't it yeah, and then yeah, yeah. the music i was just like what and then he shanks her i'm just like what like <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's my game doing? I was like, no, 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 no. You, you don't do that. Like, what, what, what is this? Like, I, w- I was so confused. I don't think I, mm. I, yeah, my mind as a child was just not ready for what I was about to encounter. Yeah. And then that was it. She was, and the f- I swear, like he shanks her, yeah. And does he, does he not like lift her up? Yeah, bro. He did, he did all that. It was extra. It was such an extra death as well. Like, he only killed her. You don't need that. You don't then need to, like, you know, lift her up so the sword could do more damage. And then she slowly slides down the sword. Oh, like, my sword gosh. It's a long sliding, you know? Like, bruh. Like, literally, that, that moment had me. I was, like, once the upsetness of her dying hit, mm. like, left me, it was the fact like she was, like, one of my highest leveled characters. And she was my main healer. And then, like, you didn't have to switch to someone else. And then, like, I had to, like, level them up and then start getting them good. I was just like, do you know how many hours I pumped into this character? Mm. Like, I will never forget that moment in my life. Like, it's just, see, that's what I'm talking about, about iconic. Do you know what I mean? That is an iconic scene. Yeah, from an iconic villain. Yeah. And anyone that plays that game, like, oh, you just don't forget it. It just lives with you. Nah, you don't. Yeah. It just lives yeah. with you, man. I'm just like, bruh, like, what? Like, if I play that game, you know, I've even actually downloaded the game. I played it for a couple of hours. I, haven't, I didn't get very far. I think I got past um, maybe the first hour of the game. I haven't played the remake yet. Um, I'm probably going to do that on the PS5 when they announce the rest of the games. Um, but yeah, I think when it even gets to that moment in um, my, my replay of the original, like, I think I'm still just going to be upset and just annoyed. Cause like mm. how hours, mate, hours were sunk into that character, and then just and died. Permadeath. <laughs> it was a, it was my very first experience. Like I don't think I ever. I think the only like I probably like again. I didn't even wouldn't even count as 
permadeath because I just like how the story went in it. I think stuff mm-hmm. like um, Fire Emblem and um, what's that space one or the aliens ones where you're fighting against aliens? Which one are you oh, talking about? Do you know how many games are out there? That uh, yeah, I know, but like aliens? you're playing, it's on, it's on a PlayStation. It's like, um, oh, that's going to get my nerves. It's like a strategy game. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, why am I calling a blank? I, um, a strategy game against aliens. Ne- next, so next, 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 next. Like Warhammer. No, Nexcom, Xcom, Xcom. Xcom is. It's Xcom. I think Xcom is aliens, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're like the the, the last of like humanity fighting against these aliens, and like mm. you have your units, and then obviously if one of your unit dies, then that's it. Like your unit is finished, isn't it? And, yeah, um, yeah, man. So again, like, it was it was, it was interesting playing those kind of games, isn't it? Um, mm. do you know, let's let's talk about high score now, in it because um, that is something that we both watched this week. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell me what you tell me what you thought on high score. I pull up my notes. High score as a gamer, right? High score was the series I never knew I needed until I watched it. So I always knew that I wanted to. Um, know more about the game industry and sometimes it's just so hard being motivated to go into Google and search for or just any search engine and look for you know how the gaming industry started because you know you people I mean when you search for stuff like that you have all sorts of information that comes out like when Nintendo first came out when Sega Face first came out when Sony first came out with Sony PlayStation all of that information and just like it's too much jogging that you want to know how gaming as in you know the consoles arcade games whatever 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 how it all started right and this series was amazing for explaining you know the whole gaming industry as a whole mm. um and and i mean they even they talk about what's his name nolan bushnell who how, who's the founder of atari and you know how he first started by basically having um, arcade games and stuff like that. Mm. And you look at the arcade games, and then they talk about, you know, people... Like, they talk about the whole boom of... Um, gaming. Of uh, gaming, gaming in uh, in America. Um, I won't say too much, because guys listening, I would absolutely love for you, especially if you love gaming, I'd love for you to watch this. I won't say too much, but I just want to put that to... <laughs> Bits of information here and there just to get you excited. I, I know, listen, okay, I know you're not gonna say too much, but I'm kind of gonna say too much in it. So, spoilers for the show, which I highly recommend anyone watches. Like, um, so High Score is a Netflix docuseries created by Franz Costro. It features stories and interviews of the developers and creators of early video games. The series first premiered on August 19th, 2020. Um, right now it's got one season, uh, it's six episodes long. Um, they range from anywhere between 37 to 40 min- 47 minutes. Um, and it's amazing. It features interviews and segments um, around the creation and development of video games from the 90s to and 1990s. Um, it features some little animated shorts that like Netflix are putting there to make it more entertaining. Um, it introduces different elements of games. So you go from the arcades to the home entertainment systems to um, PC gaming. Um, even goes and talks about like um, like the scripted ones, the um, the text based games. Uh, yeah. how that like birthed like the um rpg games that we know today um i listen i just absolutely loved it man like you got this like gaming in the 90s and the 80s was crazy man like i kind of kind of wish i was i was born in a decade i could have kind of maybe taken advantage of that because like it the scene just blew up and like in a sense anyone could get into gaming like we're now like you know like 
if you started on Twitch, yeah, unless you had like a, a, a very nice, unique selling point, you, you're going to find it hard to compete against like the likes of Ninja and what's his name? Dr. Dr. Savage or Dr. Ironic or whatever. Like you're going to very find it hard to like build up your stream to be as good as those that have already been doing it for a very long time in it. Um, and as, and, and gaming, like, E, like esports is now big when it when it first started in what like 97 or two, no no 97 like i think it was 2002 when esports was like starting to become a thing like no yeah. one would have guessed that it would be the industry that it is now in it like mm-hmm. i think in the um doggy doggy i think they said by 2022 esports is gonna make like 1.97 billion dollars like that yeah. is crazy and then there was guys here whose job they were paid to play video games like in in that time, they were paid to play video games and then teach other people how to play video games. Because people yeah, called them up and be like, uh, "Gaming counselors, game counselors." Like, oh! And do you know, Nintendo are secretly. I mean, they're not even secret giants. They are. They're not even sleeping giants. Yo, they just are. This you know I mean? they this just made are. me realize, yeah, like no matter what Sony and Microsoft do, Nintendo will always be that guy. Like, they're actually, like, I wouldn't even necessarily say that they're, okay, they did innovate some things, yeah, but, like, Mm -hmm. they were just slicking it. So, basically, um, back in, what was it, I think they said, like, 94, 94, okay, I want to say, like, 92, yeah, Mm -hmm. basically, everything was, like, 2D, side-scrolling, and very basic, innit? And then another company was trying to, like, hack Nintendo's system to create 3D um, images. And yeah. then they were just, like, Nintendo found out about what they were doing. And they were like, crap, we're going to get sued by Nintendo. But Nintendo was like, actually, why don't you guys fly to Japan and uh, show us what you've done? And then we'll see what we're going to do from there. And, like, yeah. the dude that, like, kind of hacked the system... My man was 18, like, fresh out of college, and he was about to travel to the other side of the world. Yeah, he didn't even finish uni. Oh, you know what I mean? He was like, yeah, that's it. Mate. Done. Oh, man. Like, flew over to the other side of the world and was like, look, this is what I've done to your game. And they were like, nah, you didn't do that. And he showed them, like, I actually did this. And they were all just very impressed. And I was like, okay, we're not going to sue you. We're actually going to hire you guys to work for the Nintendo. <laughs> like, What? And then they just Whoa. work for Nintendo, and then they create stuff like, and that was like how Star Fox, like, some of, like a lot of these games, yeah. I knew some of the stories, like I knew bits and pieces in it. Um, mm. I never really watched anything that like had delved into it like this in it to break it down. Like, yeah. I kind of now want to go and like watch documentaries on each individual thing, um, because like how Star Fox was created, yeah, is just yeah. so so amazing like that's the only way like i think it's just amazing the fact that they were trying to make this game for a, a, they were trying to make an open uh what do, what, what do they call it open platform not open platform no it was open. fps it was basically fps but you had the uh, ship in the mid in the middle there so yeah, yeah but, it, but in, initially it was going to be like kind of open world in it but they didn't really have the facility to do that so then the guy was basically like and they were like working in japan for like six months trying to do this and then the head guy of japan was just like you know what guys Everyone go home, go home for Christmas, and we'll come back in January, and we'll, you know, I'll find a way to solve this problem. And mm. then my man just went and took a walk to the, is it the in, Inai? Inai Shrine? Yeah. Inari Shrine? Yeah. Went to the Inari Shrine and saw that all these, um, like, temple gates and stuff in a row, 
And then from that, he was like, hmm, we can use this gate system that has been around since ancient times to like force the players to kind of be in a linear platform. And then that's how they made Star Fox. Like, what? What kind of... Oh, my days. And then um, the story about how they created Sonic. And I was just like, raw. That's actually yeah. mad. And I swear, like, technically, isn't like Sonic now owned by Nintendo? I don't even know. Um, all games I've seen, they all say Sega on it. So I don't even know anymore. Because um, he's Sega, a- actually, no, no, no. No, sorry. It's not owned by Sega. Sonic is still owned by Sega. Say that again? Sonic is still owned by Sega. So how come like Nintendo has the rights to um to Sonic now? Like Sonic isn't everything. He's in Smash Brothers. He's in the Olympic Games. Like er- everything that pretty yeah. much Mario is in, that's not a-, a core Mario game. Sonic is involved in. Yeah, but Sega Sega still actually owned the rights to it. But I think they they I think something like how you know how Marvel have done it with uh, like Sony licenses. And, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Sonic is very much Sega. I don't think Sega will ever, ever let go of uh, Sonic. I think we dumb to let go of Sonic as well, do you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> like, Sonic is all right. Yeah, and, uh, then, and then, like, I'd always known that Kirby was created after a white guy, but I didn't yeah. know, like, the depths of why it was created. Like, I always Man, knew... that blew my mind. Yeah, when I, yeah. I was like, I always, like I said, I always knew that, you know, it was, it was to honour someone, but I never knew, like, why, and, like, pretty much, yeah, uh, was it was his name John Kirby? John Kirby. John Kirby. Yeah. He basically saved Nintendo. Like without him, Nintendo may not have been what we know today. Because mm. with if who who was it? Was it Warner Brothers? No. Or it was Universal. Universal. Universal yeah. If Universal had potentially taken down Donkey Kong, we may never have got got Mario. And without Mario, Nintendo may not have had the success that it went on to have in the 80s and 90s. Like, how wild is that? It's friggin' nuts. It's friggin' nuts. And, I mean, John Kirby, he's, he passed away last year. Yeah. Um, but, honestly, I mean, I think that episode was dedicated to... In, in his yeah, 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 it was. Honestly, he did so well. Um, but, Eve, I mean, you really learned about other stuff as well. So, um, the, in the 80s was when the first national video game tournament... Um, oh yeah and there were and it was space invaders are you thinking what space invaders but yeah i mean absolutely crazy um you learned that the channel f was the first console to use cartridges and mm-hmm. this is before atari or just yeah or, yeah just before atari um um oh well so yeah like i said you had gaming counselors and I just learned random other facts that you never knew about and, gaming. So and, and yeah, give us a watch, guys. And um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, and to be honest, there's two guys I can't remember the name because basically, <laughs> the first person to create cartridges was a black guy in it. And um, yes. I'd heard the name, but I'd never really heard the story. And then to find out, like, basically, he made it, mm-hmm. but then the next guy that kind of did the exact same thing he did. He kind of got all the credit for it. Yeah. And if you weren't someone that like knew the deep down history of gaming, like his name was easily forgotten. And so I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. And I also, I felt like what I did like as well is that they delved into like, what's the word? Um, you know, like gaming was for everyone in it. Like it, for, yeah. like it, it, I'm trying to, so, so basically, yeah, um, there was a guy that won the, one of the things in like the 90, whatever. 
and um, originally he was a boy in it, and obviously now he's had a sex show. He was like, oh, back then it made me be able to play like how I wanted to be. And yeah, like sorry, his name, his name was Jerry Lawson. He was an okay. engineer. That's the black man who created. Uh, there we go. Just Channel F. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and then like you had the black gay guy like um, sending a million letters to EA Sports to get him to work on Madden, and then he finally oh, got to yeah. work, finally got someone called. And I was like, yeah, we're getting in, uh, um, an entry level position, and then he got there. And he was like, okay, cool. Madden's great, yeah. But the sport is played like eighty percent by black people. You have no black people in your game, and he put black people in the game, and it was like, oh my gosh, there's black people in the video game. Like it was like <laughs> one of the first things to do that, and like the story of how electronic arts came together as well was just like wow. Mm. Mm. And then Madden, and then Thief. Oh my god! Like again, it it goes into so many different things. It goes it goes into EA, it goes into um, Nintendo, it goes into Sega. Um, how they kind of became a powerhouse. It, it got. It went into the controversy of Midway Games when they um, created more combat. Um, it got into was it Trap House? Yeah. Again, a game that I've heard of, heard of, but never gone into as much detail or as easily understood as the way the Netflix show did. Um, yeah, man, it was just really cool, man. You got into some Dungeons and Dragons and how they, you know, took that. And made that into made that into a game and that kind of mm. um channeled future RPG games. Um yeah. oh, it was so good, man. I had so much fun watching it. It's only six episodes. Um and then just like how some of these people in a sense were te- in today's world, yeah, they're technically criminals and like they should have been thrown in prison <laughs> and like a lot of shit that they did back then, yeah, could not run now. Well, not in not in the West, West Westernized world in a sense. Because obviously, I know certain countries in the East here yeah, they still like chip consoles and, and put out these rebore Xbox sexes and stuff like that. Like, mm. These weird consoles in it. But like, yeah, yeah. if you did something now like that, yeah, you're definitely getting sued. You're definitely getting a copyright case put, put against you. You're finished, isn't it? Like they're not gonna offer you a job. They're just gonna take you for everything you've got. And um, so yeah, it was really cool watching that. Um, I just had so much fun with it. Um, Same here. I mean, I watched it already, but I'm watching it again because Athena hasn't seen it. So, well, halfway through the first episode. No, maybe halfway through the second episode. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to continue watching it for the rest of the week. Um, have whatever, Whenever she gets a chance to. Because, again, I mean, I mean, when the Atari came out, she was like, oh, my gosh, I remember playing the Atari. I remember playing that crappy old, uh, oh, what was it called? Um et game and stuff like that i'm like raw you played that See, ET game. this is the thing yeah like i i don't remember ever playing an atari i mm. think the very first games console that i probably played yeah was um the sega mega drive okay because i used to go to my cousin's house and he'd have more combat and he'd have sonic and we'll play and he had that he had that one cartridge that that one sonic game where you like plugged another one into it I mm-hmm. think I got you tells, so we had that. Oh, um, I that one. Yeah, and like even watching this year, I didn't even realize like the original original Street Fighter, you could only play two characters. Like, mm. so that means like I've only ever I've only ever played Street Fighter from Street Fighter Two. I've I've never played Street Fighter One. I don't think I've even nah, same here. see like. So when they revealed that, I was like, "Raw, this is you to me." And the fact that like, he went around and took pictures, and you know, they created these characters. Ah, uh, it was just it was just so cool seeing things like mm-hmm. from uh, since the ground up and how they went about it, and like 
And I, th- I think what was cool for me is like, I'm pretty sure a lot of those people that were in this docuseries are probably wealthy. They're probably living off their riches in the sense of the games that they've made, yeah. But they're all just dressed like normal people and just like seem so casual, it. And yeah. um, the one yeah. guy that won the um, Street Fight was it a Street Fight tournament? Um, I think so. I can't and remember then, if it was a Street Fight tournament. And then went and became an accountant, like worked an office job. Mm. And then, like many years later, his boss was like, "Oh, I remember that you won this like Street Fight tournament. Let's let's create esports team." I was like. That is like he's now just living life, isn't it? Yeah. And again, if I was of that age, yeah, I would have loved to be a games counselor. Are you mad? To just come up, you get paid to play games and let's just go, oh, yeah, let me just figure this out for you. Oh, here it is. Here's how you get through blah, blah. Here's how you find X amount of, if you're playing um, Legend of Zelda, here's how you find um, all these like heart pieces and whatnot, all these rupees and whatnot. Oh, mm. honestly, that's that's a game. Of... When when I was young, when I was younger, yeah, that actually was one of the things I wanted to do. I wanted to um, like write for like the Nintendo magazine or the PlayStation magazine. Um, mm. And I remember that at one point they were like recruiting in it, and yeah. um, there was like, oh, you must have a passion for games, this that, the other, and they're like, yeah, you must have like what was it, like a BGCSE or or something. Basically, you have to have good English in it. I was just like, yeah. my English sucks, man. Like, <laughs> I, like, I can speak it and I can write it, like, just for people to understand and that. But, like, in terms of having something, like, with grammar and articulate yourself well, like, I was just like, yeah, yeah that is not me. And I was like, well, that's one dream job shut down from before it's even started. Hell. But then now I podcast where I can now vocally tell people how good video games are <laughs> or how bad things are, so I don't need to write anything. Which, uh, yeah, again, it, it's just wild how these things happen because, like, I used to, like, it wasn't often that, like, my mom would let us get a Nintendo magazine. And yeah. it was funny because, like, we didn't have a lot of Nintendo games, so we would be reading about games, yeah, that we knew that we would never play. Like, um,. There's one ninja game on Nintendo 64 that I've always wanted to play, and I've never played it. And, um, oh, what's it called? It was just like, it was a bit like Final Fantasy in the sense where, like, you play, like, as these different ninjas with like, these different abilities. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the game just looked sick in it, and I always wanted to play it, and I never got to play it. Um, I've still got my Nintendo 64. Once I'm in my own player share, I might have to go around looking for some of the Nintendo 64 games that I've always wanted to play. And to finally play them. And I know they're not going to, like, I know a lot of them aren't going to hold up here, but I'm just going to do it for the sake of doing it. Um, I mean, what I'll say say is that, I mean, the first time I ever got a magazine to look at games at all, right, was a PlayStation magazine. And I remember because of that PlayStation magazine, I then went to go buy the Jaws game. This is the Jaws game on PS2. mm -hmm. Um, And also there's a game that's coming out now called Maneater, which I still need to go get. And, um... I was looking at it, I was like, wow, I wish I knew about this ages ago. I, I was remembering, like, the litany of games that I had in the past, you know, I'm talking about Need for Speed, um, like, um, oh, what's it called? Name came away, Mission Impossible Operation Surma, um, all sorts, and me having to grind the game to get everything, or to get as much as I could, before, you know, hitting the wall where I don't know where, any, where anything is anymore. And I was thinking, these magazines have been so, so good, and do you know, after watching the series as well, I have a newfound appreciation of, you know, everything that games companies do to, mm. obviously at the end of the day, they want to make money, right? So that's them, but you still find an appreciation of them actually working hard 
to push out these games and everything like that. Mm. And then having the supplement things around it, so magazines, um, conventions and things like that to help you complete the game because obviously when you complete a game and you get bored, we're gonna do buy a new game. Mm. And so like it's just genius. Yeah, man, it was dope. And and like what the what what was the one that they had? Um it was the Sega Sega Championship where it was yeah. rock rock at the rock and I was like, hold on. They held a computer games tournament inside Alcatraz. Like who does that? Like that is so nineties, <laughs> man. Like, oh and again, watching this year, I was just like and this is what kinda of changed my mind about not getting a PS5 because I was like, you know what? I still love gaming and like I would love to game more in it, but like I generally like watching TV because it's just easy to do. I can watch TV and I can be on my phone and I can be on Football Manager. I can like do so much more things just watching TV. And again, I'm a, yeah. I'm a massive anime head, so I'm like, for the most part, I'm always watching anime and you can't watch, I, I watch in, in, in subs in it. So I can't like watch anime and play games at the same time. Or I would like, I would have something mm-hmm. on in the background kind of flex. But watching this, it just made me think like, Rod, you know what? I'm going to need the next, next system because there's going to be a game that comes out. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I really want to play this game. Um, yeah. and and I'm just gonna end up getting a console anyway. And obviously, like in the future, when I've I've got kids and that, I would want them to play video games so that they can like have some of that experience that I had when I was younger and like you know struggling to complete a level and um, just working hard, you know, and yeah. like perseverance in it and like having things that are a, cha- a bit of a challenge, um, all them kind of things there and like just having like. S- certain elements of dexterity in your hands and your um, hand-to-eye coordination and stuff like that like you you mm-hmm. get that from video games so yeah man like I love this like if anyone's you know even if you're not a hardcore game even if you just dabble I would definitely look into it because like even like some of the business talk that they go through and like some of the strategies that they use to, like you know that with Sega they were like okay Nintendo basically has quartered the market at one point, Nintendo owned 98% of the gaming industry. Yeah. You, you, that's wild now to think that because I think they they don't own that much now. And then basically, I was like, okay, well, majority of Nintendo's games are marketed at 7 to... I think it said 7 to 12-year-olds. So what yeah. Sega was like, well, we're going to... um We're going to um, target the teenagers. We're going to target, in a sense, the older brothers. They're going to target the 16-year-olds because... If we targeted the 12 and up, yeah, to certain games, their younger brothers are going to want to play their games that their older brothers are playing because that's just like 100%. what you do naturally, innit? Like, if your, yeah. brother, if your brother is playing FIFA, you're going to want to play, like, at some point, you're going to be like, okay, no, I don't want to play these kiddie games. I want to play with my brother and play what he's doing. And that's I was funny. just... Go on. The fact, that, the fact that I mentioned that earlier on, I mentioned that me playing Naruto games and my cousin, who's now eighteen, is still playing Naruto games. Mm. That, that that also adds to you know the fact that they made a very very smart business move by saying, okay, older brothers play this. Your younger brothers are gonna, your younger siblings are gonna get hooked onto this, mm-hmm. and then you know just go continue. Then, that. Yeah, and now we have a ten year span of this game because now your exactly. you, your younger brother is gonna continue, gonna want to continue playing this game, and then. Yeah. Um, it's mad because obviously, like, I don't know. Maybe because obviously, obviously, the way I was brought up here, like, mm-hmm. arcade games or arcade gaming 
is nowhere near the same level of intensity that they showed in America and Japan, where like there's yeah. mass, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you, you go to Brighton and there's be on the pier, they might have a couple of arcade machines, but I don't ever remember there being like you go somewhere and there'll be like proper arcade machines and stuff like that. Um, I mean, nah. Nah, it's only okay. like, Chocadero. Chocadero had, yeah, Chocadero um, had a couple. Yeah, but it wasn't that many. And again, nah, I, many, no. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I I probably didn't go Chocadero in its heyday. I probably started going Chocadero maybe in like 2008, and that's when it was in its decline. And it was like not too long after they closed that down. Um, yeah. But like yeah. in terms of like like big boy arcade, like when I went to Chicago, I went to a place called Galloping Ghost. Like that mm-hmm. place. That was that's what I'm talking about when you had like a big massive building where there's bare arcade machines and stuff like that. Like you never really had that over here. But one thing I will say, yeah, and again, this is just me being like a naive child, isn't it? I did not remember Doom being such a bad game. Cause basically, yeah, I think every Saturday or every other Saturday, yeah, my local library had like mm-hmm. a computer club. And um these guys would bring like PCs down and they'll have games in them. So like yeah. I think that I think there was a there was a Lemons game, there was a Carmen San Diego game, there was um what's that little girl that like is in is in like a nun school? Oh, why am I forgetting? No, I have no idea. Is it Madeline? I think they had a Madeline game. They had bad these bad different like little cool little games yeah, on on these computers yeah, and then one of their games was Doom, and then like because I'm. Um, Oh, my thinking was like, yeah, no, one of the yeah, one of the games was Doom. And I was playing. I was like, oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. Now when I was watching this, looking back, I was like, raw, like Doom was kind of a dark game. Like you were fighting demons and you, the lights were streaming. It's like it's mad. There's a reason why it's called Doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved why they called it Doom. Like I did yeah. not know this. So I don't know what film it was, but basically Tom Cruise gave them the idea for Doom, and I was like. Oh my god, that is so cool, bro! And I also like the fact that I mean, I, I mean, uh, okay, again, without without revealing too much as well, I like the idea that that Doom game was sort of like the precursor to what we have today with um, with game mods. So you know, they said so with the developers stuff like they said fair enough, yeah, it was very very good. You know, having people. Plug into the server, server crashing because they know that also the servers crash because there's so many people mm. on it, and then different servers opening up so that everyone can play this game, and then you know they can play together as well. And um, when they get the game, then you know they can start modding it themselves. So exactly like what they did as game developers when they went and hacked Nintendo stuff, mm. right? They like have people who are now doing that with their game and stuff, so they had an appreciation for it, did because yeah. that just means that people and, that play the game yeah, love the game. So I, I, it end up being a thing where you know people just mod it in any way, shape, or form. But first things first, they have to make sure that people actually bought the original game. Yes, and I love the fact that they did that. The reason that they allowed that to happen. Mm. Yeah, no, that that was absolutely fantastic, man. I really I, and the, and the fact is that they were just like some young kids, just like working they were like they were just like working seven days a week and just going yeah. from my, do you know do you know who i felt bad for the guy that made the et mm-hmm. game because like obviously he put his neck out yeah and he got the game done in it and yeah. you know it's not his fault that the game didn't kind of bang it like he had what do you have like five weeks to do or something crazy like that like uh, you don't that doesn't happen anymore yeah. where you got you got make a game in like five weeks or six months like nowadays mm-hmm. like video games take like two three years to 
to come around. Like, look at Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Seven remake here. Yeah, I saw that to like seven years for them to actually finally bring Bro, that game out. So long. Oh, it's mad. So yeah. so long. Yeah, guys, if you you know, like I said, high score, high. Do you know? Okay, high score. But you know what? High score ties in perfectly with yeah. What? Watch high score, and if you're an anime person, watch high score girl because that is a fantastic <laughs> anime and it fits in with what we're talking about. Um, yeah. So go check that out, yeah. man. Absolutely and fantastic. Just before, and just before we segue into the other, other segments, uh, let me just say that, honestly, guys, what we've spoken about with this season, I mean, with this series, only covers a small portion of it. Oh, so, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, we haven't revealed much at all. These are just all the fun facts that have just popped up during our conversation, but honestly, there's so much more to learn from these from the series, so... <laughs> A hundred percent. Well, go out and watch it. It will. I mean, your mind will be blown away. Do you know what? Us. I'm surprised they didn't get into. And again, maybe it's because like they covered more combat and street fire. But I'm surprised they didn't get into Tekken and virtual fire. Did he even get into um King of King of Fighters as well? Because that's that's a show that's been um that's a game that's you know sparked its own anime series and stuff like that as well. Mm. So yeah, I was quite because, again because like I like the way they did it because like. As they talk about certain things, I'm like, oh, I bet they still talk about this game. And then they started talking about this game. I was like, oh, I bet that's going to be like... I was like... And I said to myself, I guarantee at some point they're going to talk about Final Fantasy. And then when they mm-hmm. brought in that uh, Mango Eyes and they started doing pictures, I was like, yep, I knew it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, like, yeah, definitely check it out. Do you know... Okay, maybe it's probably because it's been probably been done before. But again, I'm surprised that... It, and again, maybe it's because they were focused on, like, the very first of each genre or each generation in it but like yeah they didn't go on to talk about like doom and stuff like that but like they did show little snippets of halo and some of the modern games but obviously they were just mm-hmm. focusing on like the 1980s or the 1990s and like the very first games that like kind of launched the industry um yeah. yeah man it was dope man i i really loved it man and um i highly recommend it to anyone all right so we're gonna get into like the bulk of the show today um we're gonna, we're probably not gonna go into so much deal, but we might do a little bonus 10 15 minutes at the, at the end where uh, our mm-hmm. guests, because our guest has been a little bit delayed. Um, but me and mine are gonna cover uh, DC fandom. Um, I didn't watch this live, um, neither did I because I was busy. I can't remember again. I, I, I say I was busy, but I can't even recall what I was doing. Um, but um, yeah, so I didn't actually get to the opportunity to watch it live, but um, big shouts out to Big T who was um keeping us updated and posting a lot of the information and a lot of the videos and stuff on our Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into it, man. So the first thing I want to talk about is we finally got a Snyder Cut trailer. Um, so again, I wasn't following the um, the panel in a sense, but like someone dropped a message in one of my groups. was like, oh, they finally dropped the trailer for um, um, the Snyder Cut. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to watch this later because, like, where I was doing, I couldn't stop to do watch the movie or watch the trailer, sorry. And then I finally hit it and I was like, ah, oh, this has been taken down from YouTube by Warner Brothers. It's been forcefully taken down. I was like, it's only, it was only out for, like, 50 minutes or whatever from the time the guy messaged me and from the time that I, was, I got around to watch it. I was like, you know what? They're going to show this at this panel thing anyway. They just want to probably, like, release it on their terms. So I was like... At some point in the next couple of hours, it's gonna drop in it. Um, yeah, what's I'm, I'm gonna let you go first. What's your opinion on the Snyder Cut? 
Um, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I saw the trailer starter cut and I just blanked away from it because I was under the impression that the starter cut is literally just going to be a few extra bits to the Justice League movie, right? Is that, is that what the starter cut was? <laughs> nope. You clearly nope. have okay. I completely, I completely missed that then. Yeah, but I got everything else down. So you explain that, please. All right. So I I, I might I'm gonna probably watch the share. Um. So forgive me for those that know more and have a better memory than mine in it. So Zack Snyder was originally doing the Justice League movie. And then it was a combination of him getting fired and something happening to his daughter. And um, he left the, he left the movie. Now, I don't know how much of the movie was completed or do you know what I mean? Like he had a certain vision for the movie. Uh, then I want to say Josh Whedon came in to finish it and to like change it up, and that's a and then we got in a sense the Frankenstein combination of the of Snyder's vision and Josh Whedon's Josh Whedon's vision, and that's what we got. And then like a, year, a couple of years ago, Zack Snyder was just like, "This is not the movie that I wanted to put out. I had a different vision. I actually have like majority of the movie that I wanted to put out." And then the fans just went crazy because like a lot of people didn't like that Justice League movie. Um, I didn't. I didn't like it. I think did I give it maybe a cool chicken, half chicken at best. And mm. I'm gonna be the first to throw my hands up here. I am pretty certain I did not enjoy Ben Affleck as Batman. So I am very confused now where it seems like in a wider nerd community that everyone is gagging for Ben Affleck to return as Batman. Like, mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed that scene where he, like, went badass in the warehouse where he, like, clamped all them guys, yeah? Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I don't think he was a, a great Batman. I Again, I've grown up on base, like... Honestly, I've grown up, but Christian Bell's Batman for, Batman for me was just the one that I really liked the representation of. Um, and it was always going to be big boots to fill in it. So I don't really recall that I enjoyed him as ba- uh, Batman, but everyone now wants him to come back. Um, there's rumors that both him and Michael Keaton are going to be in the Flashpoint movie or whatever that's going to be called, and they're both going to be playing Batman. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, um, but that's where we have it. Um, in yeah. terms of my notes, I actually, because I rewatched the trailer, um, I thought it had the trailer itself. Great. Oh, sorry, hold on. I even finished telling you the story. So yeah, so the Snyder Cut is basically his full vision. Yeah, it's gonna be four one-hour slots, I guess. And at the end of the four uh, on HBO Max, and at the end of it, it's then gonna be released as like one full four-hour continuous movie. Um, the very first time I watched the trailer, I was like, "Ooh, this looks interesting. This kind of looks better than the Justice League movie that we got." But then, like, I watched it again today, and I was like. <laughs> does it do <laughs> like I was watching I was like okay fair enough like I'm obviously gonna give it a, a chance but so breaking out the trailer just a little bit yeah great music choice I thought the music that they had for the trailer was was awesome the um, Henry Cavill in the black Superman suit looked sick I can't wait to see like him in action in the black suit um you see the scene where um, Flash saves Iris? Yeah. I'd already seen that scene. That scene was leaked like a good couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, why did they not include the scene? Because that would have helped them expand on the Flash movies that were, mm-hmm. which still hasn't happened. But, you know, they, they could have gone somewhere with it. And then it just didn't. Again, it confused me why they didn't have that in there. Um, 
from the trailer it looked like that cyborg was gonna have a lot more in this movie because in the original movie he didn't really have a lot to do and it was a bit shit in it um yeah. like i wanted a little bit more cyborg and i wanted his character like they made him again from memory i've i've watched the movie since it came out since we reviewed it mm-hmm. um i remember him being really serious and i was just like mm, that's not really the cyborg i know like obviously like you know, for watching Teen Titans, he's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the fun one. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it's looking like he's going to have a lot more to do. Um, the CGI on Cyborg, though, looks so bad. It was, it was bad. First, first time I was bad. It's, it's probably still going to be bad anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know what they tried to do. They tried to do the Cyborg of the new 52 and stuff like that, right? Which is why they've gone with, you know, him having almost, a, almost 100% uh robotic uh, uh features form but the cyborg if ever remembers the cyborg from smallville right that cyborg was actually a decent cyborg because mm. he was only a cyborg from the inside outside he looked completely human and everything like that and mm-hmm. the size is eye glowing from every now and again. Mm-hmm. So they can't even do something like that. I mean, I understand staying staying true to the source material, but if you're going to do something with CGI, learn the lessons of the past, like <laughs> with um, like with uh, the Green Lantern movie where it was heavily CGI'd and it received poor um poor mm-hmm. reviews for yeah. you know just the heavy use of CGI, it making it look almost cartoonish rather than realistic. So. Mm-hmm. They could have done so much with, you know, with Cyborg. Maybe to make him too shiny. Maybe to make him too sort of boxy looking. Um, or, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, that would have helped so much, I think, with mm. uh, portraying Cyborg. Um, Acting-wise, you know, uh, and script-wise, it is what it is. <laughs> I yeah. think I've already slated that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so we got two game announcers. The first game that we're going to talk about is Arkham Knights. Um <sighs> This one looks sexy. Oh my gosh. Like, Do you know what, yeah? Begin? This trailer, yeah. The moment I watched this trailer, yeah, I was like, this is what it was like, you know what? I need to get PS5 because I've, oh. I've not played any of the Arkham games, innit? Thomas absolutely loved the Arkham games. I think he completed every single one. And he was always telling me to play them. Even when they were like, came up available for free on the PlayStation, he was like, oh, download it, download it. I was like, you know what? I'm just not like, I, I just, those are just not my type of games, innit? Yeah. But, this one, yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> like the trailer, hundred percent. I went half of this game. Like the, I don't even care. I, I, I was half of this game. The second, the second I saw the trailer, I was like, I mean, graphically, it looks amazing. Um, I also like the fact that, whoops, I also like the fact that they have the Bat Family all coming together to uh, you know, search for Bruce Wayne and whatnot. That was and, that was my jam, man. So in this trailer, oh, Batman is supposedly dead. Um, it was a really heartfelt trailer because he was like, oh. If you are watching this, then I have blown up the Batcave, and that means I am dead. So, Gotham City doesn't trust us. And I was just like, okay, I was like, oh, snap! And then you see, okay, here's my question, yeah? I'm, mm. I'm kind of distracted a little bit, yeah? Is that Damien or Tim Drake, Robin, that we're seeing? I think, oh, that's a good question. I want to, I want to figure that out as well. Um, because it could either be Tim Drake, mm mm-hmm. Or uh, Damien, or Damien. Yeah, that's what just I said. Because, because, just because. So we've seen the latest movies, or the latest uh, DC animated movies, mm. where which which involves the Court of Owls, and it's actually Damien Wayne that's yeah. you know he's Red Robin. Um, look at the outfit, everything like that. The outfit looks very much like Damien Wayne's outfit. Okay. Um, 
just just because it's got if, especially because it's got the green boots he's got the a very very similar weapon to what um uh drakey's as well which was the tip drakey's which was the bow staff mm. um so again i'm 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 inclined to say damien but it could be either way honestly it could be either way and both are very very good characters mm. yeah right listen so i try i won't be too uh too fast by who's who in that one what i want to know is barbara is supposed to be batwoman right uh batgirl batwoman of songs that came yeah but yeah exactly so when um so the story goes that barbara was um paralyzed from the waist down that's why she became oracle mm-hmm. so is this bat girl gonna be barbara or is it gonna be someone else that's part of the bat family oh i don't know well we know that jim gordon's dead yeah yeah um and we don't know any more than that like i haven't like i said I have, well, not like I said, but I'm going to say this now. I haven't delved too deep into these trailers. Like, literally, I just watched it on surface value. Um, I try my best not to say this on this show, yeah, just because I don't want to offend anybody. But, fuck it. Nightwing is my nigga! Nightwing is my guy! Oh, my days. A game where I can play as Nightwing, yeah. Oh, when I saw that, yeah, and I also he's going ham, yeah. I was like, yeah. Listen, it gassed me. It gassed me. Like Nightwing is my buddy, man. Like, oh my gosh, I love that character, man. I literally, if there was a way that I could play this whole game as just Nightwing, I would. Like, I wouldn't use any of the other characters. Like, he went in in that trailer, and then. Like, Red Hood went ham as well, yeah. So, I think Nightwing and Red Hood are probably gonna be, like, the two characters that I use the most, isn't it? But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's a, um, I don't know the deals about whether it's gonna be a four-player co-op game, but it did say it was a co-op game. Um, I, it looked like you picked up, um, experience points from the, tra- um, the, they showed a gameplay trailer. Um, they all have their own motorbikes, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. the owl at the end is, isn't that not Batman? Isn't Talon Batman? Or am I remembering this completely no, wrong? Talon, Talon is an agent of um um oh, what's it called? Of But do they so why do I feel like they brainwashed Batman at one point and Batman like worked to them? Yeah, oh. because in because that that is what kinda happened. So the Bat family has to sort of fight against Batman to sort of get him to his senses again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so um again this is a, this is another DC anime movie uh, with the bat I think it's called Batman Court of Hours or something along those lines. Yeah. Um so if anyone's I'm saying that we're all bloods here or and you know, people who listen at home um if you love animated DC animated movies as much as I do, mm-hmm. I'm sure as much as Nana does as well, then definitely yeah. give that a go because I like it will help explain what's gonna happen what's what sort of routes they're gonna take with this game. Uh, fair enough. Well, then, no, I say if you don't have a clue and you want to play this game, don't go out there and spoil it for yourself, even though we've kind mm. of said some of the spoilers, but play the I mean, game, innit? speculating here, so, um, yeah. But um, the game comes out in 2021, so uh, around the corner, I say around the corner, mm. pretty much the end of the 2020, which has been a weird year. Um, all right, um, so, I was going to actually uh, say a few more things with this. So, um, please do. So, obviously, we have Red Robin. Um, think about it now. I'm actually more inclined to say that it's going to be Tim Drake rather than uh, Damien. Damien Wayne because Damien Wayne is, should be about 13, whereas this Robin looks a bit older than that. He looks about 16. So, 
I'm not going to say it's in Drake, but anyway, we'll figure it out when the game comes out, when we have more information about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love the fact that each character has their own fighting style. So yeah. you have Nightwings. So from the trailer, we saw Nightwings acrobatics and superior athleticism. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's fighting a bad guy, and he's just like sort of spinning around everywhere, like almost like he's b-boying in a sense. Mm. Um, you have Red Hood using his guns, and there's going to be some gun fu playing there, which Nana, I know you love your gun fu. So. I do like my gun fu. <laughs> I can see, I can see you playing Red Hood. So you know what? Yeah, Nightwing. But Red Hood annoys me. Like, what, it, yeah. what, what Red? There was one DC anime movie on his in it, and I was just like. This guy's been such a bitch, man. He's getting on my nerves, man. All right, yes. <laughs> yes, you died. Yes, Batman didn't save you. Yes, Batman didn't kill the Joker. He's constantly yeah. been... But stop being a bitch. Like, it's literally... He, Red, Red Hood sometimes just gets on my nerves. Yeah, not, Jason Todd. Uh, yeah, Jason. You know, uh, in, in Titans, the um the one on Netflix, yeah. Well, Netflix yeah. over here in the UK, yeah. He got on my nerves, man. I was just like, you know what? I just want to lick you over the head of a crowbar myself, man. You <laughs> getting on my damn nerves, man. Bro, um, also, um, you have um, Red Robin's bow staff, um, mm-hmm. which, again, you're going to see some nice moves, movements from that. And uh, Batgirl's Tomfars, um, which are the ones that are a bit like, um, you know, the bit like the police batons that police have? yeah. Yeah, so it'll be those and her fight with those. So again, it'll be very, very interesting to see uh, to see all this play play I, out. I just um, think I just also, think sorry, I'm so, well, sorry, I want to interrupt. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, yeah, it's four player cop, and like you guys could just like do bike races to see who gets to like the crime scene first and stuff like that like mm. you can take each other out oh listen the game the, the, um, the game was you know sorry one last thing before I'm gonna let you continue yeah the flight mechanics of like the gliding look pretty on yeah. point as well I thought that was impressive they do they um, do yeah they so do. I mean from what we saw it was a Batgirl who was gliding through the air and it looked pretty solid it looked like an updated version of the glider system that we're already used to so I don't think the alien for us to you know um relearn it relearn the flat mechanics or the gliding mechanics things like that um, especially because you know she's got the grappling hooks as well which is the staple of every batman um batman arkham game so um yeah i expect I, I say expect more of the same in terms of traversing the world gliding and stuff like that but mm-hmm. in terms of you know having the bikes now which is something i would have preferred to have over the the batmobile that we saw in yeah. the arkham knight games uh, that's something I'm looking interested. Um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to doing as well. Um, and also, there's some very, very cool joint attacks. Um, I don't know if it's something that you, could, that you have to be in co-op to do, or if it's something that you know maybe um, you control one Bat Family character, mm. and then the others are NPCs. So you know, maybe you pre- you trigger emotional, uh, uh, you trigger events that allows you to do combo attacks or something like that. But okay. All that looks absolutely amazing mm. um i'm just so excited to see just, just the story itself i just want to know what the story is like um i'm, I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm expecting big things from this because what? the arkham games have been very very good especially on consoles right, so, so let, let me ask you this year because i've not played any of the arkham games yeah are they decent sized games in terms of like is it a game that i can complete in six hours or is it a game that's maybe like 24 to 36 hours like because I would hate to get a game like this year and then within like a day, in a sense, I'll complete it. Because so, I'll want my money back. <laughs> in a sense. So, so with me, 
Um, the, so, all right, so here's the thing with people I play a game. So every Arkham game I've played, I've tried to do side missions and stuff like that, which obviously eats into my playing time. Mm-hmm. But I'd say they last between 10 to 12 hours. Ugh, that's not good. I think it tells 10 to 12 hours story. But you never know, especially especially because you know we're living in the times of uh, DLCs now, so you never know what's gonna what's gonna pop yeah, up. Yeah, but DLCs um, or game or expansion packs or game passes like that's extra content I gotta pay for. Like, again, yeah, I, I I fully understand. I fully understand. Believe me. Mm. Um, but it just, it just depends on the kind of play well as well. I mean, if you're someone who you know gets used to game mechanics very, very easily, um. I mean, if I say for someone who likes to you know jump into a fight, no stealth, and just take out people, then that's fine. But again, if you're someone like me who likes to be very very stealthy and stuff like that, the game will take longer because obviously you're trying to try to capture the essence of what is to be uh, Batman and stuff like that. Mm. So all that all that comes into play as well when you when you actually play the game. So that's as much as I can say. That's as much uh, insight probably as I can give about. Uh, you know the gaming length. Fair enough. Um, but still, so I mean, I've I've got a few Batman games I can even um, I can even uh, give to you for you to play on the PS4. I probably won't play them. So do you not uh, <laughs> do you uh, not waste man. do you not waste your time? I'm telling you now. Yeah, even though I am not working and it's COVID times, I probably still will not play them just because I'll be playing my football manager and watching my shit on TV. So yeah, don't waste your time. Um, when I'm ready, when I'm in a mood where I'm ready, I will buy the games or I rent them or whatever. I don't even know if you can rent games anymore, but I will find a way to play them. Um, so right Ooh. now, yeah, don't do not waste your time. All right, um, I, I'm gonna gloss over this very quickly. Wonder Woman 84 trailer, mm, meh. Like mm. every time I see her swinging, like she's Tarzan on lightning, I'm just like, mm. I wasn't aware she had that power set. And again, I, I am not a big DC guy, and in terms of knowing comic books like that, so I don't know if she can do that in the comics. But when I see it, I'm just like, mm, you're not Tarzan. Why can you swing on lightning? I, I, uh, I, I, that I don't know. Oh, I do know. She does have the power of flight, so why she needs to swing for it, lightning? I don't know. Uh, again, it's just yeah, it's just <laughs> no, yeah. And every time I see um, what's his name, the guy that died in the last in the last movie, um, ah, oh, what's his name? Oh, it's gonna get my nose. But anyway, that guy. Every time I see him as well, I'm just like, oh, why is he alive again? Like. <laughs> And the thing that annoys me here is like I love Pedro Pascal and Pedro, Pedro Pascal is a fantastic actor. Um, Gal Gadot, I think she's a great actor as well. I think she's she plays Wonder Woman fantastic. And I think I might have given Wonder Woman like a hard chicken, maybe a free piece. Um, yeah. I just remember I didn't absolutely love it, and I could understand why some people didn't like it. I think T didn't like it at all. I think T enjoyed it until like the last maybe like 20 minutes. I think I might have been the same boat as him. Like I felt like maybe like the first half it was good and then it just went to pieces. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing that. I, I, I will absolutely eat crow if it's an amazing film. Like I will come in here and say like it was good. But if it's crap, I'm yeah. going to say it's crap. Well, okay, maybe not crap, but if it's not to my liking, I'm going to come out and say like I didn't enjoy the movie and I'm going to give my reasons why in it. And obviously yeah. I'm more than inclined to listen to other people's opinions that might have enjoyed it more than I did. But um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say on that. Um, you mean to say, you mean to say, 
uh, Chris Pine rather than. Uh, oh yeah, that's it, Chris Pine. Yeah. Rather that... than Pedro Pascal. No, 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 no. Pascal's no. play. No, yeah, that's it. I love no, I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. So I'll be upset for him if this movie doesn't go very well. And yeah, Chris Pine's character, like every time I see him, I'm just like, why are you alive? You should be dead. Like, what, what are you doing? You died. Like, yeah. it was amazing. Like, not amazing, but like it, it kind of like had, your, your death was amazing. Yeah, yeah, you had a good death in it. Like, you, you know, you had purpose, and it was nice in it. And then for you to come back, like, I even wanna, when they even heard, I heard the rumors that they were gonna bring him back. I was just like, what? That don't make no sense. Mm. But it is what it is, isn't it? Um. um Few more. So, Chris, uh, Kristen Wiig is going to be playing uh, Cheetah. Yeah. Um, so, it looks like, so from the trailers, what I gathered was like Wonder Woman is settling into the world she's now come to know. Mm-hmm. And she has to start against her once good friend, Barbara, who is now going to be, uh, who we know is going to be Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Um, she has to take on businessman Maxwell Lord, um, who is a, who's similar to Lex Luthor. I mean, you know, he's a businessman who wants power. And um, he is a thorn on the side of the Justice League. Um, this is from comics um, and stuff. And on occasions, has almost succeeded in taking over the Justice League by his power to infect people. So his actual, yeah, actual power is to infect people in inverted commas, which basically means um, he uh, sort of assimilates them, tries, takes takes them over. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does it here. You know. Um, so yeah, that's 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 my take of it from the from watching the trailer. Mm. Yeah, uh, like I want Wonder Woman to do well because like I didn't hate the Wonder Woman movie. Like I said, I remember like enjoying it for the most part, um, and um, even in BVS, like she was like one of the best parts of that movie. And like I wouldn't want them to reset the whole universe and not have Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman because like I think she plays the part really well. Do you know what I mean? And I I wouldn't want her to be recast. Like same way, yeah. I wouldn't want them to recast Aquaboy. I'm not Aqu- sorry, Aquaboy, Aquaman. Um, not really too fast about Ben Affleck. Uh, I wouldn't really necessarily want them to um, recast Henry Cavill. Um, Cavill, 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 Henry Cavill. Um, I think it's fine. I didn't watch um that first Superman movie. I think I fell asleep three times trying to watch it. Um, I, I don't think I got any further than twenty minutes of that movie. Like I haven't watched Man. Of St- I don't have, haven't watched Man of Steel. I don't think I can. Do you know what I mean? Because like I said, I've tried on like three occasions and on all three occasions, I've fallen asleep. Um, who else? Yeah, I don't mind if they change Cyborg. Not too fast about that. Um, Flash, mm, I'm not... <laughs> Again, like, if they had done more movies by now, I think like Ezra Miller's character as Flash would have grown on us by now. But the fact that like, he's been in one movie and it's just like, you know, what's happening with his movie and stuff like that. I don't know, man. I'm, I think it's with, with the whole DC movies, I am a bit put off by them because, um, first of all, they added in... So, we all know that DC Universe is a lot darker than uh, the Marvel Universe, right? Mm-hmm. So, when they do things like, you know, add a little joke here or there, it just it, it's a complete disconnect for me because you're not supposed to be that type of universe. You're not supposed to be the guys making jokes. Leave up for Marvel. You're supposed to be dead serious. Because you talk about serious things as well. I mean, Marvel, you know, Marvel can get away being funny and stuff like this because of the characters they have. I mean, they have yeah. Spider-Man. They have you can't do that with DC movies, especially when you talk about Batman. Batman is not supposed to be making jokes like that. If he does, it's one of those subtle jokes where you have to think about it and go, ah, oh, he actually made a joke, didn't he? Mm. Or like, or like, 
like um like for example, do you remember watching Just League Unlimited? Uh, or, no. or Just League Alright, so there's a scene right where um he's all broken up, he's his ribs are broken and stuff like that. He's in he's on the hospital bed in the in the um just watchtower and he's getting up to go help to go help the Justice League and stuff like that, right? Mm. Martian Manhunter is like, listen, you cannot be moving. Stay where you are. And he goes, are you going to stop me? Martian Manhunter looks at him, thinks about it for a second, and then he just gets out of the way. Do you know what I mean? That's funny. Because you know that uh, even though you're a superhuman being, you know, who can just literally obliterate him in seconds, you can't touch him. Because like you, you have no idea what this guy's going to do to you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that, that that's the kind of thing that I find funny because it's like this guy has zero powers yet he's able to be so intimidating to like monsters of the universe. Do you know what I mean? Even he even has the respect of Dark Side. Yeah, See, that shit is fun. But not when you crack a joke like like what 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 um Ben Affleck's portrayal of Batman did or whatever script writing they did. So you know um. They told a joke, and you know, it just wasn't a bit of a disconnect for me. That's yeah. the stuff I don't like about um, about the DC uh, movies. So, you know, that's 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 my rant. <laughs> that's my rant over with. Right, but cool. um, there is that disconnect there, which I, they need to fix. Alright, cool. I'm gonna save some of the DC news and stuff for hopefully when our guest comes on. Uh, that will probably be tied on to the end of this episode. So we're gonna like in a sense take a mental pause there uh and mind let's get into some anime and manga news okay so um not too much anime and manga manga news this time around mm-hmm. so first, first burn the witch will be debuting october 2nd in japan and on amazon prime um funimation adds high school of the dead in the uk really Oh, wasn't it? I feel like I feel like High School of the Dead was on um, Netflix at one point. You know, yes, it was on Netflix at one point. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'd love for the series to continue. I think the last chapter I watched it. I mean, last chapter I read was you know they were in a, a shopping mall and stuff. And I think there's a. I think maybe there's a final scene where in a shopping mall they found a shopping mall to you know just hide out and stuff like that. But. I, I really wish the series continued. I'm hoping that you know somewhere down the line, someone picks it up and says, "Okay, let's keep it going." Um, Assassination Classroom premieres on Toonami on August 29th. Sick. Um, the King of Fighters Chinese animated movie will have a simultaneous worldwide release in 2022. Mm. Um, so King of Fighters is also the um, game that I mentioned earlier on. We were talking about our yeah. uh, high school segments. Um, so there'll be a virtual country world expo event to host anime directors uh, uh, Yasukata Yamamoto, who's mm. the director for the anime Nobles, mm. and Park, who's the director of God of High School anime, yeah. and more people from September fourth to sixth. Um, Fate Stay Nights, this fine one. Fate Stay Nights, uh, Heaven's Fuel Trilogy's third film, will be screened in four D, starting from September fourth. Um, the first film was released in 2017 in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, the second was released January 2019. Um, God, sorry. Um, so, sorry, let me just correct myself. So, they were both released in Japan 2017 and January 2019, mm-hmm. but they've been released in North America. So, we, we should have the, hopefully, we have the dubbed uh, versions there for everyone to, you know, have easy uh, viewing of it. Alright, so I was just gonna say, yeah, Fate Stay Night annoys me, yeah, because 
I've started them. Like, there's obviously mm. like each one is slightly different, isn't it? But I've, I don't think I've ever finished one of them. Like, <laughs> I think I started um, Fate Unlimited Blade Works. Fate's Day Night Unlimited yeah. Blade Works. I think I started that because I was on Netflix. Then I think I started, um, I want to say, no, not Fate Series because that's Hankhouse. Oh, basically, I started another one that came out on Netflix as well. And again, like, and the thing is, yeah, is my type of anime. I just can't yeah. seem to get through it from start to finish. Do you know, maybe it's because you, you kind of get lost in the story because it is a bit confusing at times. So Fate Stay, so Fate Stay Night is sort of like the... All right, so Fate Zero is the... Oh, so there is a Fate Zero. Fate okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, and then the new... Was like, what was it? Fate Stay Night... Um, oh, there's, there's a new one where... Um, it's like you have two factions and they all have... So two of them have... so. On either side, they have an archer. On either side, they have a lance. On either side, they have whatever, right? So mm-hmm. they're basically doubling up on the on the heroes, right? So that one is where I have to rewatch it again to fully understand what's going on. Um, so that's my disconnect with the series. So like, there's so many Fate Stay Nights or Fate Stay series that it can get a bit confusing to... Uh, to sort of know what's going on in them. Um, they're all in the same universe, though, so I think some of them are a few years before, a few years after. Some are also sort of like a different universe away from the Fate Stay Night universe, in a way. If that helps you. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I, I get it. I don't think it's the story. I just think, like, I just get distracted and then I start watching Psycho and I just never go back to it. Oh, fair. Um, so for my manga news, I'll just quickly go to my manga news. Uh, so Tita Kubo's Burn the Witch manga listed with Volume 1 release October 2nd. Um, so this is all dependent on COVID-19 because it was supposed to be released um, earlier this year, but due to, I think, there was due to an issue that was not COVID-related, and then some due to an issue that was COVID-related, it's been pushed back to October 2nd. So um, I think with the Japanese coronavirus, they've sort, they had a recent spiking cases but it's going back down again or they are uh, seeing to it so hopefully everything will be uh, on schedule for that release and lastly Demon Slayer the movie Mugen Train mm-hmm. will get a novelized version mm. you know what yeah I'm looking forward to that movie coming out and like I said I finished the manga for Demon Slayer and I can't wait f- to see them take the rest of the story and put it in anime format yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, the fights are really, really good, especially like the finale as well in the manga. People will be so... Uh, people who only watch the anime have such good content in the store for them when they oh, get to it. Oh, they got... <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> I'm just remembering. There's a lot. There's a lot in store for them, man. Oh, my days. It's going to get... It's going to get messy. Yeah, and luckily the story doesn't drag. It just you know it's like to the point, boom to the. Oh point, yeah, it's very point, fast paced, man. I like that actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the last thing we're gonna talk about, which I've been meaning to talk about for the last two to three weeks, but I kept on forgetting. Uh, there's a trail, a trailer dropped um, for Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, it has Daniel. Oh, let me let me pull it up on. Let me pull it up so I can talk about it properly. Um, but this trailer looks, I normally don't like to do, um, 
movies that are racially charged because I normally come out of that cinema really angry and upset and I don't like paying to feel certain ways it's the same reason why I don't like paying to go see horror movies like I don't want to go to a film and get the shit scared out of me like that's not like no I don't want to pay people money to to, to have their experience that's 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 not me in it and the same way like I don't want to go see something where I'm going to come out just angry and just want to slap the spit out of the first white person that pisses me off like I don't, I don't like being put into that frame of mind. Like, you know what I mean? And especially the fact that I'm paying, in a sense, paying for that experience. Like, no, that's just not what I want to do with my life, in it? Like, and how I want to spend my time. I'm meant to go into cinema to, like, either be entertained or to, like, exper- um, escape, like, the crappiness of life, in it? So, um, like I said, I generally try and choose to avoid these kind of films like I still haven't seen um, was it 12 Years a Slave uh, still ain't seen that um, yeah. there's a couple of others that I just have not seen in it um, but this oh. one looks really good and I'm probably gonna see it um, it's coming out in 2021 uh, it stars Daniel Kaluuya it stars um, Ashton Saunders Lakeith Stanfield uh, Algie Smith and Donald Fishback. Uh, it's, it basically tells the story of Fred Hampton. Um, again, you know, we don't get taught certain things in schools, and you know? we get taught, you know, like World War Two, the Holocaust. Um, we get taught taught about certain elements of slavery. Um, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I got excited to see this because it just looks r- really well filmed. Um, I like Daniel Kaluuya's like the acting just looks on point and it's, it's like it it tells a really compelling story. Now I didn't know it was based on a on a true story in a sense, isn't it? No, 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 no. Let, let me let me let me let me let me edit that. Yeah, not even in a sense. This is a retelling of something that actually happened, isn't it? It basically it talks about the assassination of Fred Hampton, isn't it? And oh, yeah, I I did some reading about this case, isn't it? And it pissed me off in it. Like I was just like, especially like this. This happened. What the trailer dropped me like three, four, no, not even much, you know. Um, not too long after the instance yeah. that we had with George Floyd in it. So to see that, and then to see that the FBI basically just was like, "Well, we want you to stop this guy so we can kill him." And the fact that they they tried to like say that the Black Panther Party fired first and. Like just, just some bullshit, man, and it just really annoyed me, and I was like upset reading it, and I was just like, you know what, I've kind of read it now, so I kind of know where the movie's gonna go, so I hopefully won't get too up in my feelings when I go and watch it. Um, what, 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 what do you, what's your take on the trailer? Bro, I am gonna be up in my feelings about this one, not because <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's his history and stuff like that, but it's stuff that you know. It's stuff that has repercussions today, mm. and it's something that happened very recently. I mean, yes, it happened in what in the sixties uh, or late sixties, but at the same time, sixties wasn't that long ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so um, all right. So first of all, let me tell you. Let me tell you a bit about uh, Fred Hampton. So Fred Hampton was uh, an activist mm-hmm. as well as a socialist in. Um, in the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, right? Yeah. Um, and the thing about Fred Hampton was that he wanted to do what's called, what he called the Rainbow Coalition, which was, you know, making sure that 
black people as well as working class white people understood the injustices of the American system. Um, this is actually leading on from what Martin Luther King's last speech was going to be about before he died, before he was assassinated. So Fred Hampton was actually the perfect person to try and bring aboard all these things. And there was a lot of agreements amongst different races. So whether they were Hispanic, um, um, Latin, Hispanic, however you, want to, however you want to call them, black people, white people, whatever, 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 right? He really brought together this rainbow coalition. And at that time as well, also you needed a powerful forces of work that, and everyone knows that, you know, once the masses... Um, sort of have an idea, uh, sort of hone on this idea, whether it's, you know, whether it's a populist uh, belief or whatnot, mm-hmm. it forces a lot of change. And so he also threatened the system. So because of that, he was assassinated by the FBI. We also know the FBI also also had dealings in um, in blackmailing Martin Luther King for his, um, um, for his, you know, extramarital affairs, um, as well as Malcolm X as well. So, this is why it hits home for me. This is why I feel I feel some type of way about this because all your life, you know, you grow up to you, people tell you that you know, oh yeah, listen to law enforcement. Law enforcement is you know they are almost like the paragons of uh, of justice and stuff like that. If you do something wrong, then you'll you'll see you'll be uh, you'll be put in prison, you'll be arrested, put in prison, blah blah. If you do good, then you have nothing to worry about. Well, actually, this guy didn't do anything but you know shake up the system. It wasn't like he said go go pillage, rape, and whatever, let's go burn shit down to, you know, make our change happen. He just shook up the system, and mm. the system reacted to him in such a way that, you know, they had to get rid of him, they had to kill him, and stuff like that. Um, and to this day, we know that, oh, alright, so if you, go, if you look at history, right, um, this is going to be, I'll, I'll take, this took me like a minute just to explain stuff, right? So, if you look at history, right, when it comes to slavery, especially in America, right, you had white people who were the who were the primary labor force right until slaves came when slaves came they didn't have any more work because you know the people are doing it for free mm. so they were actually going to challenge the system which was to say that listen you have take you have you have basically shipped off our our primary source of income to slaves now we have nothing to do they were fully prepared to march up to uh, to Washington to actually protest and stuff like that, right? There was going to be a massive uprising, right? Mm. Until all these people and the government got together and said, actually, Joe, we'll do what we'll do is we will stop, we will um, make you guys in charge or put you guys in charge of these slaves, right? So your new job is going to be you are now a slave patrol. So you mm. will um, be hired as people who look after the slaves. You will um, punish them when they do something wrong. You will get your wages that way and stuff like that. And you can also, you know, capture slaves, um, um, was it sell them off again and that sort of thing, or return them to the owners for uh, for a sum of money, that kind of thing, right? So yeah. all throughout history, you know that rich people have basically been abusing poor people. Mm. And so if you fast so hopefully everyone basically can see the connection. If you fast forward to today, or even in uh, in nineteen sixties with um, with uh, Fred Hampton. He's talked about the same things, like, you know, black people and poor working class white people, as well as poor working class everyone else, have had a bad rep from the rich people. So all he wanted to do was, I mean, by his very nature, he's a socialist. So what he wanted to do was obviously sort of equalize the system, 
Now we all know that it was never going to be that America was America will never be a, a socialist country. In fact, I wouldn't want any other country to be a fully socialist country. Nor would I want a country to be fully capitalist country. A good mixed economy is, I think, is is the best. Anyway, <laughs> this is what happened, mm. and, and this is why you know it it, it, it it annoys me to this day that this happened because people because of you know because of greed because people are comfortable in in their own living they don't want to be sh- they don't want anything in their class of lives to be shaken up so that's my that's my rant explanation of and done with mm. <laughs> but I, I am happy i i do want to see this movie um again just to learn more information about it now i know with retellings of um of uh real life events not everything is captured 100 percent, but at least it will shed light or at least will bring forth some things that i, did, I never really thought about um uh, Including his life, the actual work he did, um, etc., etc. So, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I don't know if I'll go to cinemas when it comes out because you know, I'll, I'll probably wait till next year if I'm able to go into cinemas and stuff like that. But that could change. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I would definitely want to watch um, in some other way or fashion. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's me done. Like, I, I'm looking forward to this. I'm genuinely looking forward to this. Um, all right, for those of you who are fans of the Boondocks. Actually, Boondocks. Huey, Huey is uh, actually uh, um, based off of Fred Hampton in his, uh, you know, in his sort of political views as well. As yeah. a heads up, that's mad. That's cool. All right, guys. Um, that brings us to technically the end of the episode. But hopefully, you guys stick around, and hopefully, we we'll have some bonus content in regards to the DC fandom. Mine has been a pleasure. Uh, we've kind of been recording to a, a little bit later than normally planned in it um but yeah man it's been an absolute pleasure guys um just so once again want to say thank you to all of you that have been listening uh it makes me real happy when i see the download so keep that going and keep making me happy <laughs> um but yeah that's that's a wrap for now uh stay tuned for the rest of the episode and with that martin thanks for joining me say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time all right guys ciao for now i'm nana and I'm Big T. And this is the bonus, or the bonus content to the end of the episode. Our guest finally showed up. Uh, Martin's not with us right now, so hopefully he'll join us uh, in a few minutes. Um, yeah, so we're just kind of going to recap some of the stuff that we already covered from uh, the DC fandom just to get Big T's opinion on it, as he is our comic book expert. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. And, and I, I, I'm not a guest, Rude Boy. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you ain't been on so long, you might as well be a guest, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, no, it's great to have Big T back um and yeah, yeah especially back. like like I said he is our comic book expert he's the one you know who generally knows all things DC Marvel uh, and stuff like that so it will, it's gonna be awesome to have his uh, opinions on the DC fandom especially as he was the one who actually watched everything live and was posting on our Facebook page um, that's I, right I, I some was... people are dedicated to the cause you know so yeah so you know let's start from the top obviously it's not in the order as the dc fandom happened but we um i wrote down the notes as it was so let's start with snyder cut trailer what are your thoughts on the snyder cut trailer well i'm glad you started with this one because this is the one i cared the least about (laughs) (laughs) i actually missed this panel i didn't watch this panel because like um i had stuff going on like to anyone that doesn't know like the audience out there the reason i haven't been there for so long um lots going on in my life i've I've got married i've got a 
kid now. Do you know what I mean? So you might hear in the background, I might have to take a pause, have a podcasting debut. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's what I've been about. So yeah, I did. I missed this panel, mm. but um, I, I caught up on some of the things. So I've got some of the the things that Zack Snyder said. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, I don't really care. Like I don't like you, a polished turd is still a piece of shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so like I don't really know how they can fix this film. It was it was in my opinion it was trash but it would be interesting to watch you know um it would be his singular vision mm -hmm. which a big part of the problem of justice league was that it had two directors yeah and so it was a bit of a whiplash between scenes do you know what i mean and the different tones and styles like joss whedon has a very particular style and so does Zack snyder's and the two just don't fuse well yeah so to see Zack snyder's full vision will be interesting um he actually said that it's going to be a four-hour cut. Mm. It's going to be in four parts, mm -hmm. um, and each part's going to be an hour long because um, it's obviously it's on HBO Max, which I think is like a streaming service or yeah. something. Or, yeah, we don't get that over here right now, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see where we're going to get that service. Um, I'm not, not that service, but where we're going to get that um, TV show. Um, it's probably, yeah. I, I'm guessing you're going to say yeah. Sky Atlantic, innit? Boy, I was gonna say U Torrent, but you know. Let's be legit and say <laughs> Sky Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's probably gonna be on Sky Atlantic because a lot of the HBO shows normally go on there, like Game of Thrones and yeah. some of the other stuff there. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah do you know what? Yeah, the trailer didn't like. Initially, when I saw it, I thought mm, this looks interesting, but then I watched it again. I was just like. I don't know, and I I think we yeah. didn't give it the best reviews the first one. And what do you know? While we're on Bat, well, not Batman, but like the, talking about like Justice League, Snyder Cut, and etc. Um, mm. What's your thoughts on Batman? No, not Batman. Ben Affleck coming back to play Batman in the Flash movie. Do you know what? Yeah, he just needs to make up his mind, didn't it? Like I don't know what his problem is. Man's flip flopping in and out of this movie, mm -hmm. um, but. I think it's for the best because now we've got Michael Keaton in it as well. He's mm -hmm. still in it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I don't know if we would have had that if Ben Affleck was signed on from the start. Mm -hmm. But um, the fact that we've got the two Batmans now, it is a, it, the movie is based on Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. So in the comic, um, when the Flash goes to the other dimension or messes with the timeline or whatever, it's actually Bruce Wayne's dad that's Batman. It's yeah. Thomas Wayne. Mm -hmm. So if they're keeping Michael, Ke Michael Keaton as... Um, Bruce Wayne from the uh, 19, is it 89 Batman? Uh, then it sure. would be a bit different to the comic book, but mm -hmm. it would still be interesting. Um, I read up on it as well. The director said both will have a substantial presence in the movie. Okay. So it's not like one of them is going to have like some little bit and it's like a little cameo or something. Both of them are going to be majorly involved in the plot. Mm -hmm. um, it would be interesting. I have a feeling that like um, um it maybe will obviously Ben Affleck's Batman will be in the present day or whatever. Yeah. Flash will go on some time shenanigans, <laughs> end up teaming up with the other Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, maybe still be in communication with Ben Affleck's Batman or, or in the comic books. In the end, Thomas Wayne's Batman gave um, Flash a note to take to Bruce Wayne. So Bruce Wayne actually received a message from his, from his father. Yeah. So that was touching, but in this, like, it could just be another Batman contacting another Batman, like, yeah, you know, do your thing or whatever. I don't know. Um, one thing I think is funny is another thing that was mentioned in this announcement was that um, the reason Bruce Wayne and Flash have such a close connection is was because both of them, both of their mothers, have been murdered. 
and I thought like Batman's such a li- like as much as I like Ben Affleck's Batman, he's yeah. such a little bitch. Like he only makes friends with people based on his mum. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So basically, he's like got the same name as his mum. They're kind of throwing another. Well. Yeah. Sorry, like to interrupt. They're kind of throwing like another Martha kind of flex in there because that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, they need to be careful with that. <laughs> um, for anyone that's like a new new listener and listens to us for the first time, you can go back to episode 31, um, and that's where we reviewed um, the Justice League movie. Um, hey, look at you plugging the podcast and but you know like professional something I feel I feel like from what I can recall yeah like in terms of Ben Affleck as Batman I don't think we were the biggest fans of him but we did no. like I think we did really enjoy the warehouse scene where he kind of kicked ass yes. and he was a bit more like Batman um, yeah we're going to talk about obviously the new Batman trailer a little bit further, further on but um, did oh, you have yeah. did you happen to see um, the concept art for the Flashpoint um, thing with your movie oh I didn't actually no I missed, um, I missed that oh, let me see if I can post it in the chat so you can have a quick look at it but um, ba- basically yeah it looks like the f- the Flash has got a new suit in it, and his new suit, yeah, to me anyway, it just reminds me of um the Iron Spider suit from Marvel. Oh yeah, right, I've just dropped it in the WhatsApp group, so you should see that now. Um, oh no, WhatsApp. Right, hold on. Can I minimize this and still talk to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Well, it should be. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a oh, new concept trail, um, concept new costume and Batman eighty nine featured in Flash movie promo art. Um, what do you think of the costume oh, there? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, the Flash costume, he's, he's got the little ear things, you know what I mean? The lightning bolt ears, which is more true to the comic. It looks like a good suit. I mean, Flash Flash's suit never really changes that much, to be honest. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It always looks the same. Like, it's just minor details, but no, it looks good, man. I'm feeling that. And that's clearly um, Michael Keaton's Batman, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can tell from the cape and from the shape of it. Right? It could be good, man. I, I'm feeling it because as well... I feel like as much as we didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman because of, of Batman vs Superman and yeah. Justice League, mm-hmm. ben, ben Affleck had potential to be a great Batman, so I'm glad he's getting one more opportunity mm-hmm. um, in this Flash movie. The only thing I'm sad about is that they set up... Um, oh, what's the actor's name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas Wayne. Yeah. He's like Negan in Walking Dead and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He would have been a sick Thomas Wayne as Batman. Mm. So I'm a bit gutted that we're not getting him because that seemed like that was the plan. Yeah. And also, um, I can't remember her name, but she plays Maggie in Walking Dead as well. Mm-hmm. She played um, Martha Wayne. So she would so have been she, the Joker. Again, she would have been a sick Joker. Do you know what I mean? I, I was looking forward to that. So it looks like they're taking a bit of like liberties with the the um the story and stuff mm-hmm. it's more based on it rather than like an actual adaption of it but no i'm, I'm interested this it's piqued my interest again as much as this flashpoint movie has been taken long mm. they've actually got me interested in again yeah. to have two batmans in one movie like D- dc the best dc does batman well do you know mm. what i mean um even though we just cussed out ben after <laughs> Batman's one of the best things DC does in it. So to have two Batmans in one movie, like they're doubling down, like they make they. It seems like a desperate play, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it is part of the um, comic book story. So it, it, it's true to the or the um, source material in a way. But no, I'm feeling it, man. I'm down for that. Mm. All right. So the next one is Arkham Knights. Um, obviously, you are a big Ooh. fan of the Arkham yes. games um, yeah. me, not, me not so much so what are your thoughts on this, this trailer and then some of the gameplay that we got to see um, 
the gameplay looked nice. It looked it, even though it was just like a beta or whatever they call it or an alpha or whatever. Like it was, it was a, a very like primitive version of this game that's going to be coming out. Um, it looks good. Do you know what I mean? Like I like that it's co-op. There's four different characters you can play and switch between as you play. Um, it does seem to be conf- well. It is confirmed that it's based on the Court of Owls comic book story, which we all speculated it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, like I don't know, I, I, I mentioned this to you. It's a bit of a spoiler from the comics oh, and we, we, potential we, spoiler we, from the game. We, we spoiled that in the first hour and a half. So oh, okay, <laughs> go oh, for good, it. Good, good. Yeah. So I think Batman's coming back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. See, um, I said that. Sorry, I said that he isn't that when they showed Talon on the end. I said, isn't that Batman basically? No, no, that's that's um, a villain from the Court of Owls. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, with Batman, see, because in the end of Arkham Knight, which was the last Arkham game in the trilogy, um, Batman faked his own death. He didn't actually die in it. He faked his own death. Um, like, it came out that he that Bruce Wayne was Batman, and then Bruce Wayne exploded his own manor, and mm-hmm. everyone thought he was dead. So everyone thought that's the end of Batman. Mm-hmm. So they've kind of done a soft reboot in a way as well, whereas they're like, no, everyone actually thinks Batman's dead. Like, mm-hmm. something's happened, and he's dead. So... Um, it's interesting that they've kind of i mean it is wb games montreal making this now whereas yeah. before it was rocksteady yeah wb games montreal made arkham origins mm-hmm. but that was considered like the worst one even though i thought it weren't bad it was just too short for my liking but mm-hmm. um in terms of story and character they did quite well with arkham origins so I, i'm looking forward to seeing in terms of that the story like the gameplay is going to be standard. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. gameplay of Arkham games is, it, 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 it's revolutionary. Do you know what I mean? Like even Spider-Man games, everyone, Tomb Raider, everyone's kind of copying this Arkham style now. But um, no, I'm, I'm interested in it, even though it, it isn't made by Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. Um, WB Games Montreal are taking full reign of the Arkham series going forward, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that they've changed it from Arkham to Gotham Knights because yeah. A, like it lets that, those three games be their own trilogy mm-hmm. but at the same time it shows you that the world map is maybe opening up to the whole of gotham not nice. just arkham yeah um but yeah man i liked it i like the moves that they got it's weird because like they've they've given them all these like neon glowing bits and, <laughs> i like, thought that was a nice touch Robin can teleport or something weird like that or something so i don't know Ooh, okay there, but so i i so me and mine couldn't really decide yeah and since you're the expert yeah is that Tim Drake Robin or is that Damian Wayne Robin? Uh, no, I think it's Tim Drake Robin because um, in one of the because you can um, you can customize their costumes, mm-hmm. and in one of them he's got on um, not not like Red Hood. You know how like Red Hood's got a whole red like helmet. Yeah, um, I think it was Tim Drake. He, he's known as Red Robin. He's not Robin. He's called Red Robin. Mm-hmm. And he's got a bit of a helmet like that. It's like a mixture between Red Hood's helmet and Batman's cowl because his, his mouth is exposed. Okay. In one of the skins, he's wearing that uh, mask. So I'm pretty sure it's him. All right, cool. See, that's why we have you on. That's the answer, guys. Yeah. It is Tim Drake. All right, so, <laughs> um, so obviously when I start, watched the trailer and I heard that obviously like Batman died, so I got a little bit sad. I was thinking, oh, maybe they're going to do what they've done in the cartoons where for a period of time, Nightwing dons the cowl and he plays as Batman for a bit. So I'm wondering, if they, I'm wondering if they still do that to like, you know, make sure that... Because that's the only way really 
like to, to inst- keep the fear of villains if Batman is still around. But I'll be interested yeah. to see what kind of path they go with. Um, I'm interested to see like if you can do four player cop and like four player bike missions and stuff like that because that'll be just a yeah. cool little element. Um, let's 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 stick with the game element. This is something that we didn't discuss early on. But um, so you said Rocksteady made the original Arkham games, right? Yeah, the the main trilogy. The yeah. main trilogy. So now Rocksteady ha- are making a Suicide Squad game. Uh, it's called Suicide mm. Squad: Kill the Justice League. Um, yeah, I thought this was. Uh, do you think? Do Do you think this is in a way a response to people's criticism of the first Suicide Squad movie, where there was like, because cause in the movie they're like, what if Superman goes bad and we need a team to kill him? Let's get a woman with a baseball bat and do the boomerangs. <laughs> um, and everyone's like what that's dumb so now they've made a whole game where we're going to show you how they can kill not just superman but the whole fucking justice league you bastards maybe (laughs) but i still think it's dumb in it because (laughs) like unless they somehow um uh i can't remember one of the cartoons yeah there was someone going around to kill the the justice league in it and they were all in a sense doing something that batman did and then basically batman admitted that like he had like um, notes on how to like incapacitate each member of the Justice League and that whoever yeah, was attacking true. them must have like hacked into his archives or whatever so yeah. again the only way I can see them doing that is they go down that way that wavelength where they you know they That's I don't true. know break into That's the back break into the back cave and figure out how to defeat them because especially if that's like that very that's like one of the very first missions I expect mm. no matter how good you are in the game for you to die your team to like almost be dead and then mm. you then have to like face against Superman again later with the knowledge that you know they need to get kryptonite they need to do that yeah. um, that's true that's a good point but but also the the game developer Rocksteady he, he actually said that um, this is also a continuation of the Arkham series okay. so yeah even though like the same way Gotham Knights is a continuation but they've it's a soft reboot so some of the elements they've changed just to suit the narrative of the story mm-hmm. same with this like it's a continuation which means joker's probably still dead do you know what i mean because he died in the arkham games okay so he's probably not going to be about which means also batman probably isn't going to be about because he he's dead do you know what i mean unless like we said he comes back in gotham knights and then he'll be there for um suicide squad kills the justice league so mm-hmm they're all still linked. I mean, it is still a continuation of it. Um, me, I'm more interested in this game than the Gotham Knights game. Okay. Um, purely because it's Rocksteady that have made it. Um, and I think they're a better game developer and like, I just have more faith in them than, than WB Montreal. Yeah. Um, but, um, so the, it, the team that on. they've picked is interesting. It's only those four, but they're all playable. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like Gotham Knights where you can either do co-op and four of you can play or you can play on your own and just switch between the four characters as you play through it. Okay. Um, they will have different styles. Like, obviously, Deadshot's going to have gunplay and you've got King Shark, you've got Captain Boomerang, who can teleport as well. Why is everyone teleporting nowadays? <laughs> I, don't know, I think it's, it's, it's what kids like nowadays, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was just going to say, like... Um, I. I didn't understand why they didn't use the visuals of people from the actual movies of the Suicide Squad. Like, you, in a sense, have established characters. They've kind of gone down the Avengers new game that's coming out where... Yeah, see, the thing with that is, like, a lot of times um, for a game to actually have the the look of the actual actors, you need to have the copyright or the, the rights to use their image. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So often, rather than have them look exactly like the actor 
they'll make them look similar to the actors. You know what I mean? So Deadshot is still black. He looks a little bit like Will Smith, but not. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Harley Quinn looks a bit like. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. So no, I understand them. I, I, I just money or yeah, but I just food. I just feel like with a game like this year you're guaranteed to make bank in it like so why not yeah. fork out the extra little money and just have the characters look like the movie counterparts in that way it's True. like just re- it's more relatable in a sense because let's say on oh, five ten years down the line and they want to recast yeah you now the game doesn't represent or look similar to those that are then going to be the new suicide squad moving forward well to be honest that's already happened because I mean, I know we're going to get to it, but the Suicide Squad movie that's coming out is also being kind of soft rebooted, even though it's going to still have Jai Courtney and Margot Robbie and, and um, whatever that other white guy's name was. Um, it's it's a whole new, like, visual, do you know what I mean? Mm. It looks a lot more like Kick-Ass or something like yeah. that, do you know what I mean? With those type of colourful costumes. Yeah. And, but we'll get we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, let me, let me just finish up with saying it. was a funny trailer. I liked it. I think it was a good choice of music for the... For the, for the trailer itself um, yeah. as you mentioned they I liked how they showcased the, the individual characters like unique fighting styles uh, you had Killer Croc with this like massive gun that only obviously he could hold because he's a giant shark or whatever yeah. um, you had the teleport of Boomerang which again like we just mentioned earlier it does really make sense that's not as far as I know I didn't know, know that that was part of his power um, I didn't know it sounds cool though like because mm. obviously he, he throws a Boomerang because he it yeah. makes sense though because he's a flash villain isn't it mm. so a teleportation is a good power to have to counter the flash's speed do you know what I mean yeah okay and if he like and, and a boomerang is a good tool to use as a teleportation device do you know what mm-hmm. I mean you can dash it somewhere and then teleport to where the thing was so which seems similar to how Robin's teleportation worked because you saw him like do something and then there's like a little green like zone where you can put somewhere and then he teleports there so I don't know. Like, I'm interested in both games. Obviously, I play both of them because I'm, I'm yeah. a really big Arkham fan and just mm. a Batman fan in general. But I'm more interested in this Rocksteady one. I feel like um, I feel like the visuals were better. It, it was a bit weird because all the Arkham games are dark. They're all set in Gotham. This, the trailer at least, was set in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot brighter. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it. Well, it, maybe it was. Well, maybe in this one, you're obviously gonna like. In a sense, each stage is gonna be. Um, that superheroes like world. So true. let's say when they go to kill Wonder yeah, Woman, it true. might be saying Femiscara. Yeah. Um, when they go to kill Batman, it'll be saying Gotham. Yeah. Um, I don't so know. On, yeah, yeah so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, this one is coming out in 2022. So we still got a while for that one. And Arkham Knights mm. is going to, not Arkham Knights, sorry. Uh, Gotham Knights is going to be coming out in 2021. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, since we obviously, last thing we just talked about was Suicide Squad. Let's now talk about uh, James Gunn and the Suicide Squad panel. Mm. Yeah, that that was interesting. Um, to be fair, it was weird because it was a half an hour panel mm-hmm. and most of the time it just had the cast and they were doing a quiz. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really interested in it. I kind of w- w- phased in and out of it because they weren't giving us any information. It was just a quiz about the characters from the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But there was a few bit of interesting information like... James Gunn said um, that the visual effects artist that worked with him on this movie mm. was the same visual effects artist that worked on the Marvel movies and probably worked with him on the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. That They actually said there's more special effects in this one movie than the entire MCU slate of movies, which... 
to me sounds ridiculous because like guardians of the galaxy is one of those movies like and i don't know it just doesn't like because marvel do a lot of even little touch-ups do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like a lot of their stuff is on green screen and then the whole scenery is cgi so i don't know what he means by that but um no it looks good i'm 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 more down for this than than the first suicide squad movie i think this is a better direction to take it james gunn's perfect for it mm. um i like the cast i think the cast is amazing like it's got a lot of kind of indie like not big major stars but yeah. like like character actors and well-known like i said indie people that are like in like smaller projects like firefly and stuff like that like nathan fillion and um taika watiti is in this as well oh we did didn't see we didn't see any announcement who is playing but i'm assuming he might be the voice of weasel because okay. um i thought they introduced who weasel was though no, that's Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. He does a lot of motion capture. Yeah. He did the motion capture for Rocket Raccoon as well. Yeah. But then Bradley Cooper came in and did the voice for it. Uh, so I'm so thinking the same thing might happen. Maybe he's going to do the vo the motion capture for Weasel, mm -hmm. but then maybe Taika Waititi will come in and do the voice, or maybe Taika Waititi is a completely different character. I don't yeah. know. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But no, it's, it's funny as well that... Sean Gunn's played a raccoon and a weasel now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Martin, did you happen to uh, see the Suicide Squad little release of all the characters and stuff? Yeah, it's like, um, <clears throat> do you mean what I'm talking about like, the game? No, uh, we'll go back to the game, but we're talking about like James Gunn had a little panel where he introduced like all like 500 characters that are going to be in this movie. All right, no, I haven't seen that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, what did you think of, the, let's just take a little quick step back. What did you think of the Suicide, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League game? I like it. I like it so far. I mean, one, it's made by Rocksteady. Rocksteady are known to make amazing games anyway. Um, but, um, so, so in addition to that, what I liked about it was the fact that, um, you know, first things first, we heard Amanda Waller's voice. Amanda Waller is heavily involved in, obviously, the Suicide Squad. She's the one that created the Suicide Squad. So, really uh, happy to hear her voice. Hopefully, we'll see a cameo appearance from her, if anything. Mm -hmm. um, like, she is so damn badass. Um... The characters introduced to us from the Suicide Squad look like the ones from, uh, look similar to the ones from uh, the Assault on Arkham movie, if yeah. anyone's seen that. Um, so you have Shark, Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. Mm -hmm. um, you also had in the Arkham, um, Assault on Arkham movie, you also had, um, I was saying, Killer Frost and um, KGB spells the KGB's like dying in the first like, five minutes of beating the yeah. team and everything like that. That movie, you know what? Yeah, had... sorry, 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 to interrupt yeah. That movie was sick, yeah, and that's how they should have made the first Suicide Squad, uh, exactly. Suicide, Squad exactly. uh, Suicide Squad movie. Like that, that yeah. animation show was sick, and I enjoyed Killer Frost. And it'll be interesting to see, um, because I don't think she was, it, she wasn't one of the characters in the new one coming out. Was she? Team? No, no, no. So Not yeah, cool. uh, Killer Frost. No, I don't think so. Just just to add um, um, to what Martin was saying, like I think the reason it does look similar to the Arkham, um, the the Suicide Squad Arkham movie, was mm. because, like I said, it is a continue. It is actually a continuation of the Arkham games, and that uh -huh. movie is like a spin off of those games as well. So mm. they are all actually connected. Okay, fair enough. Fair good, enough. good, good, good. All right. Um, <clears throat> so we've done the two Batman's. All right. So Dwayne Johnson and Boss Logic release a concept trailer for Black Adam. Um, yes. I like this. Um, I'm a big fan of Boss Logic's work. I've 
only ever spoken to him once um which was um oh yeah a little me. name drop there it was literally That's a face it was just a little literally was like a, a quick little face sort of messenger china like one day i might just try to reach out to him and see if i can actually interview him on the episode because that would be really that interesting be to find yeah. out like you know about, I'm, i better do it now because this guy seems to get bigger and bigger um, yeah. before he like he starts quoting some ridiculous amount for like a 10 minute interview um, <laughs> but yeah no um, you know like I said T I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one what, what are your thoughts on this little concept trailer and um, are you excited for it or not um, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it um, this is one of the ones I'm more looking forward to obviously this is one that's been in production for a while um, um, it's obviously been delayed by by um, bloody coronavirus which mm. is annoying but uh, you know, it does look good. Um, the con- Hold on, I can hear myself echoing, sorry. <laughs> okay, it's gone, it's done. Yeah, sorry. Um, it, the concept looks really good. Um, I'm into it. Um, obviously, The Rock playing him is, is very good casting mm-hmm. um, in terms of, like, his, his build. Like, this is the first actor who's actually got the physique of a superhero to mm-hmm. play a superhero. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like... He didn't even have to put on the pounds. That's just him. Like he just came like that. He probably had to tone down, if anything, <laughs> to play this guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, though, um, obviously my, my wife, um, she's actually Egyptian, um, and Black Adam is from ancient Egypt. So mm. I showed her the the little concept trailer and got her some of her views on it, which was quite interesting because he mentions being around five thousand years ago in a place called well, he called it Kandak or Kandak or something like that. Yeah. Now, I don't know if, if, like, that's a made-up place that they've made for this or if he mispronounced, because there's a place called Karnak that my, that my wife was telling me about, which is this ancient city of Egypt. And, again, it's like it's meant, it was meant to have been beautiful and have all these mix of cultures and stuff going on, even to the point where, um, like, Egypt had different dynasties. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, China was there for a while greece ethiopia all these different dynasties within egypt Mm -hmm. um one thing that we noticed is that um that that final shot you know of him sitting in a chair yeah first of all that's taken directly from the comic books you know what i mean like you can put a side by side of the two and so that was pretty cool but um there was a slight like considering we've just had black panther and like they've really embraced like the african culture and empowering like black people and african people and being proud of their their culture um she did point out that there was a lot of like um a a lot of like kind of incorrect visuals and stuff that may not have been um the correct representation of egypt Mm -hmm. so like in that final scene where he's in a chair there's like two dragon heads behind him Mm -hmm. but that's never been a part of like egyptian architecture Mm -hmm. it could have been a scorpion or like a scarab or do you know what I mean? A number of different things. Yeah. Like in, in, the, in the original picture it's based on, it's cats, okay. which are obviously worshipped in ancient Egypt. Yeah. So that was a bit strange. But she did make the point, which I thought was interesting, that maybe they did it to distance this movie from the Scorpion King, which was also played by the um, Dwayne Johnson yeah. and set in Egypt. So yeah. maybe that's why they did it. Is, is you um, said you, Sorry, you said that... that I, I probably should have watched it again. But you said that... Um, that shot was reminiscent of a shot from the comic book. In the comic book, what is in the background? Is it cats? It's, it's cats. Two cats on either side of him. Yeah. Okay. 
Mm. So in this, they've put two dragons. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, even with Black Panther, mm. like it wasn't purely African culture that represented, because I think I remember um, Michael B. Jordan saying that one of the outfits that um, T'Challa wears when he's on the throne is actually like an Indian kind of um, traditional attire. You know, with the it's like the black robe kind of thing. Yeah. With the pattern that comes around his neck and then the lion that goes down the center. That's like a tradition, even though they do have that in Africa as well, the style of it, as it was, it was thin and more rounded, that's more um, the look of the Indian style um, mm. outfit. So even black within Black Panther, they represented more cultures than just Africa. So maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they just fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just didn't really put as much or, thought into it as they could have or maybe just um, like dragons look more imposing than cats let's let's be honest isn't it like uh, it's just a little <laughs> bit more so it's just a little bit more recognizable and gives it a little bit more of that that um true power factor but then that they they could have used snakes maybe do you know what i mean and that that would have still been true to the egyptian culture and looked like intimidating like you mm, said but yeah. i get what you're saying yeah they could have used said so say that again my they could have even used Anubis head because Anubis is... Uh, that would have been better. Yeah. That would have been so much better, to be honest. But again, yeah. it's just it's just a concept trailer. So hopefully when yeah, they yeah, it's yeah. fully come they up... They can that... iron out all these things. Yeah. I mean, they still haven't even started production of it yet. So mm-hmm. it would be. But um, I just feel like considering we've just had Black Panther that really empowered Africans and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you'd think they would really like embrace Egyptian culture to empower like egyptians in a way do you know what yeah. i mean but um i don't know like maybe it's to appease the western world more like do you mm. know what i mean like you said dragons seem more imposing or but i don't know it it, it, it as much as i'm looking forward to the film mm-hmm. um i do wish more of it I, i'm hoping more of it takes place in ancient egypt yeah but it seems that maybe we might just get the origin story of him in the beginning mm-hmm. And then it comes to modern day, which to be, to me, I'd be more interested in that origin story that he was talking about yeah. in the concept. See, it, do you know I, what I mean? That I, sounded sick. Yeah, I think, yeah, and DC is a bit of a messy in it. So it depends on how many movies like they want to do with this, because if they could do this Black Adam movie and end it with him getting in prison and then the next mm. movie be him someone breaking him out to then go up against Shazam. I think that would work a lot better. But then, you know, if they don't have Shazam in this movie, they might not draw the box. Okay, that's very stupid. That's very stupid. In this movie, because, sorry to cut you off, I don't think Shazam will be in this movie because I think the villain or hero, because Black Adam's kind of a villain, Mm -hmm. and the antagonist of the movie Mm -hmm. is going to be a character called Atom Smasher. Okay. Which... um, I, again, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm more of a Marvel guy than DC. I know yeah. DC, but I'm more Marvel. And especially like when DC, Batman's my thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, so I'm not that I'm not that well read up on Atom Smasher, but he seems like he can control the atoms of his body and make himself stronger, faster, even get bigger, like turn into a giant and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So Dwayne Johnson in the little clip was talking about going up against him. And when he turns to a giant, like Black Adam is like tiny compared to him, just flying around him. And so, I don't know, that sounds like a modern day kind of mm. beef. Like, I don't see that happening in ancient Egypt. Whereas I would have loved to have seen the whole film take place in ancient Egypt. Yeah. You know what I mean, show us mm-hmm. his origin. But then at the same time, 
again, when it comes to the representation of ancient Egypt, it's kind of wrong because he first says, oh, Karnak is like this city of, of beauty and culture and everything like that. But at the same time, to some people, it's about like chains and whips. And that isn't the case as well in history. Like Egypt never really had slaves like that. Like it was even proven that like people used to think Egyptians built the uh, slaves built the pyramids, mm. but it turns out through a lot of archaeological discoveries that that wouldn't have been the case. Like, first of all, you can't be some Marga wit slave and carry those stones. Up there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that ain't gonna work. But second of all, like the the they found um, graves in the shadow of the pyramid with people with like arched backs and damaged spines, which shows that they must have carried the stones, like mm. showed hard labor. Yeah but they were honoured by being buried in the shadow of the pyramid. They wouldn't have done that for slaves. Yeah. You know what I mean? They would have dashed those bones off <laughs> the side or something. <laughs> so, um, again, like, it's a common misconception of ancient civilization in general, like Greece, Egypt, mm. a lot of places, they think we had slaves when we didn't. It wasn't until the... Well, I mean, we had slaves, but it, they weren't mistreated in that way. Yeah. It wasn't until the Roman Empire, because they were really ruthless, they brought gladiators like gladiators weren't around until the roman times the egyptians didn't have gladiators but it seems like the rock is going through uh black adam is kind of going through a gladiator kind of storyline do you know what i mean mm. where he may have been someone and then gets put in chains and do you know what i mean like so it it's a bit muddled up in terms of the culture of it but again like a lot of comic books and a lot of stories take liberties with the source material um especially when it's based on real like real places but i was saying maybe it's not actual karnak because he pronounced it as kandak it is Kand so so it's unless kandak. he mispronounced <clears throat> it or that's the actual place like gotham's not real metropolis ain't real yeah. nah. maybe this place ain't real either so kandak is actually a creation of the of the what's it called of the dc team so uh okay jeff adams for example created it um so yeah it's similar to karnak because obviously it's the same uh geographical location um okay yeah, so and the way the way it's gone looks pretty similar to to the yeah. um yeah maybe like you said maybe it's influenced by it or it's based on it and maybe they didn't want to give it the actual name Karnak because then it would kind of been a disrespect to the culture for them yeah. to change up stuff but because since they made it their own in... it gives them certain license no. to take liberties with it do you know what I mean yeah yeah sorry I was sorry sorry to uh, interrupt you there but I was going to say that. Um, Kandak is a country, uh, what's it? Um, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a made up country, it's a made up country in the, in the Sinai Peninsula, uh, just to give you sort of more of a geographical location of where it is. So then it's, okay. so it's technically not Egypt at all, but right? it has like a lot of Egyptian references. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's in Egypt, it's in Egypt, so it's a country like a like a the country within a country, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it's a country within a country, what. Yeah, well, so this like, is according to according kind of to like DC. how kind of like how you have Wakanda, you have the main Wakanda, and then you've got outer Wakanda. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like I, you've got the, the Wakanda that looks like some third world country, but then you've got the main Wakanda, the hidden Wakanda. Yeah, you know what I mean, I would have think more like but you got um but um not Barcelona, you got, yeah, kind of you got you got Barcelona, and then you've also got like was it the Catalans? So I think it, it might be like yeah. that. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough. Anyway, continue, Martin. Um, yeah, so, um, let's see now. Uh, I'm just reading that one as quickly. 
Um, so yeah, um, I was just, I was just going to say that uh, Big T, thanks for the you know the cultural references and stuff to uh, Black Adam and things like that, um, especially with um, Egyptian uh, civilization and stuff like that as well. Um, I was just going to add that. Um, uh, was it so? When you look at you know um, Alexander the Great and all that stuff, you also have um, uh, well, they were known as the Ptolemies. So obviously, when Cleopatra was uh, Pharaoh of ancient Egypt, she was a Ptolemy. So um, just just to say that I can see what they're trying to do with uh, basically trying to um, incorporate a lot of things into, into Black Adam, um, mm. just because you know Egypt is this you know is this rich cultural uh place i mean you've had people from all over the world again like big t said you've had uh ancient chinese you've had you've had uh about eight but asian asia um asian greeks there ancient romans there as well so um i can see why it's a bit modeled up of them trying to um sort of marry everything into this one um story or from the looks of the trailer anyway um so yeah that's that's, that's my take on it Mm. Um, which is why I can get a bit a few inaccuracies as well for so when it comes to dragon heads as well. Um obviously dragons are more Western cultures, so you're looking at everything from say um um Vikings or Scandinavian countries towards um England and or towards um was it UK, US, that kind of thing. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, we're gonna get into like the the the, the main meat of this um dc fandom what everything everyone's looking forward to um but yes. before that let's just back up just a little bit yeah there are rumors that the tv show gotham pd is actually going to be in a sense a prequel to the batman movie that we're going to be getting um mine what are your thoughts on that i don't think i've seen gotham pd so i have nothing to say about this i don't even i'm gonna be honest here neither of hands i saw this i don't even know if gotham pd's even like started showing i don't even know if it's out so i don't i don't think it is because again on the panel mm-hmm. um the director of the batman um matt matt reeves is matt it? reeves yeah yeah he he's involved in the production of um gotham pd as well okay so maybe that is what's added fuel to this rumor of, of it being a prequel or being connected yeah um, I'd be more interested in seeing this Gotham PD than the Gotham show that we got because that started off okay but quickly turned into a piece of shit in my opinion. <laughs> so, I think I watched one episode of that and I never watched it again. So When I saw there was a character called Fish Mooney, I was like, the fuck is it? <laughs> no, <I'm here." laughs> hey, she was a badass character still. She was sick, yeah, but like when you've got a character called Fish Mooney up against a character called Penguin, you know who's going to win and you know they did it just so they could say, oh, the penguin ate the fish or something dumb like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. All right, so we finally got the Batman trailer um, that everyone has yes. been looking forward to. Um, I can see here T orgasming over there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to let T give his thoughts first. So what did you think of this trailer? And yeah, talk us through it. Oh, mate, I was... Met those noises you just heard me making i was making more noises than that during this trailer. <laughs> <laughs> this trailer gave me the good feelings like i'm telling you now i'm feeling it like um in my opinion it looks like it could potentially be even better than the dark knight and that is high praise for it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. matt reeves is a great director he's, he's directed a lot of good things um and just hearing the way he spoke about the movie 
sounds like he's really invested a lot of time into it. He, he clearly, it's like a, a, a passion project of his. He hasn't just come out like, like when you hear Zack Snyder talking about this shit, you're just like, shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? But when, when you hear <laughs> this guy talk about this movie, like you can tell he knows his shit. And um, again, like I said, he, he's involved in Gotham PD, but I like the look of this movie in the, in the, um, the behind the scenes pictures of Batman like in his suit I wasn't really feeling it I thought it looked a bit too like samurai Batman like it looked a bit weird like there was something off about it but seeing it in motion mm. looks like sick it looks like a Arkham Origins kind of Batman do you know what I mean this is meant to be year two of his career mm. so he's still like learning what to do the, the the Matt Reeves kept saying this is an experiment like Bruce Wayne's doing an experiment right now he's still figuring out how to be Batman, what's the best way to um, fight injustice and crime. So he's still like going through growing pains in a way. Um, he's it's also going to um, touch on his psychology more than we've seen before in a Batman movie, like how damaged he is. He's one of the crazies as well, do you know what I mean? Just because he's on the side of good, he's still just as crazy as the Joker or any of the other one. Like, dude dresses up as a bat and goes out and beats people up every night, do you know what I mean? Like, dude's mental. So it's going to touch on that, which, again, I really appreciate because not many live-action inter um, interpretations of Batman dive into that. Um, and, again, they said, uh, as well as that, they're going to um, um, touch on the detective side of it. So this is going to be a real, like, detective story. Do you know what I mean? That apparently there are murders that are starting to, to go on, and Batman's trying to, like work with Gotham PD but they still don't fully trust him and he's trying to to like use his detective powers to try and figure out who the killer is what's going on here like at one point I thought Hush was going to be in this because in the trailer it looks like the dude has some wrapped up head in it mm -hmm. but I don't know if it is him it may be but I don't know if it is because the director didn't mention it unless he's just holding those clods close to the chest mm -hmm. what he said was the Riddler's in it yeah penguins in it yeah um and catwoman's in it yeah but none of but it's more of their origins because they're not quite the super villains we know them to be they're mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. like this is their first appearance in gotham so it's not batman's origin but through his villains it's the origin of the batman we know do you know what i mean and how he becomes this like the dark knight basically yeah. do you know what i mean gotham's protector i like that when the guy was like who are you Every other Batman up until now has said, I'm Batman. Mm. But this motherfucker says, I am vengeance, bro. Mm. Which is like, which is an iconic Batman line that yeah. Kevin Conroy has said and stuff like that. So I like that touch. It shows that they know their stuff. They're going for a different kind of um, approach to this movie. Mm -hmm. um, there is speculation that this may be linked to the Joker movie yeah. because of those Joker thugs. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, in the end of The Joker, mm -hmm. you see he's got all these followers, like, everyone's wearing karma and everyone's cheering for him. Maybe those are followers of The Joker. Hmm. Um, so maybe Joaquin Phoenix could make an appearance. If Ugh. not, maybe a sequel could have him. Like, they could bring the two films together. Hmm. I would be down for that because visually, they look quite similar. In terms of the tone as well, mm -hmm. it's quite dark. Um, yeah. Much darker than, we, than even DC are used to putting out. Mm -hmm. I mean, even after Zack Snyder's attempt at bringing darkness like yeah. this looks dark you know right, what well, I'm saying? Oh, okay so 
Sorry, I, that was just a tidal wave of... Yeah, yeah no, no, that's fine. I'm just going to say, like, I didn't like how he sounded when he said, I am vengeance. Like, it it mm. didn't it didn't fill me with that holy... Like, that scene, yeah, where he clamped that dude, yeah, and he loved it. I, I Listen, I loved it. I was like, oh, snap! Yeah, I was like, if there's, like, oh, there's, like, 30 minutes worth of that in this movie... I'm probably going to be sold, in it? Yeah. Um, but when he said, I avenge you, I was just like, ah, man, like... Again, you, know, you have to remember, though, he's a young Batman. This is the <sighs> second year of his career. Do you know what I mean? I know, but, like, even in the second second year of his career, yeah, I'm, I'm still expecting a little bit more nah. in his chest, man. Like, Listen, no one's going to ever touch Kevin Conroy's Batman voice. No one's ever going to... Yeah, touch again, I, I... I kind I, of prefer this voice mm-hmm. to both Ben Affleck's like augmented voice I didn't mm. think that was needed even though it was a like it was a realistic touch yeah in terms of movie it, it was a bit odd to me mm-hmm. but also mm. um, um, Christian Bell's voice everyone makes fun of that Batman voice like, I'm Batman where's that you know what I mean everyone touches <laughs> yeah. that voice so mm. I thought it was a nice like middle ground do you know what I mean for a young Batman early in his career I didn't mind it Maybe yeah. I was just distracted by the fact that he said I am vengeance and I was busting all over the place. <laughs> Instead of him actually said I am Batman. So you're you're basically giving this trailer a whole chicken in it, like whole ch- two chickens, bro. Alright, cool. Mine, what do you what do you think of this trailer? I'm gonna go last. So I thought this trailer revealed um quite a bit of information. Well all right, uh, just a bit of information here. Um a lot of it I'm gonna be re- I'm just gonna be repeated from what Big Tia said. Mm-hmm. Um but my first impressions were that um, Batman is not yet known to the world, which is why, you know, in a trailer when the thugs asked him, ah, who are you? He went, yeah, I'm Vengeance. Mm. Um, so that was indicated that, you know, he's early on in his career. Um, and in some ways, it's a nod to the Batman Year One story. Um, there's also the Batman Year One um, movie, if uh, anyone's out there to watch it, um, that literally talks about Batman, coming, uh, Bruce Wayne coming back from his long hiatus from uh, Gotham comes back and you know he's still an inexperienced Batman he's there messes up and everything um, he he lets his guard down at times and things like that so it's him learning so this looks like um, a continuation of that and as Big T said it's his second year of it so mm-hmm. it fits in very well into that Batman year one story mm-hmm. um, so the trailer shows Gotham as dark and riddled with crime so that's a theme that we've seen all throughout um, As but this is Partic- I think it's more, it appears to be more dark than the Christopher Nolan ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a very gritty. Um, Bruce Wayne appears pale in complexion with like dark rings on, under his eyes. So yes. I don't know if that's a makeup choice from either Bruce. So Bruce Wayne is like, I don't know, either putting dark makeup under his eyes or he's, it's generally because he's not getting any sleep. Um, oh, that's a good point. It could be it, that. But yeah. sorry to cut you off. I like it though, yeah? Yeah, same here. Because, same here. Because no other Batman movie, because in every Batman movie, you can see around his eyes, he's got the eye makeup. Mm-hmm. But whenever he takes off his helmet, his eyes are clean. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of continuity, that don't make sense. The only movie I've ever seen where they address the dark makeup is Kick-Ass, when Big Daddy puts on the black makeup on before he puts on his mask. Yeah. Mm. So... I know what you're saying, Ace, where like it's emo. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like realistic and, and it kind of adds to the grittiness of it. And yeah. like I said, his, his mentality 
at the moment is like fragile. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so, so this is this is this is this is this is the thing with trailers, and obviously they so, only show. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is uh, this is the other thing with trailers. Yeah, I'm gonna let you finish mine in a second. This is the thing with trailers. When you only get little scenes and little snippets, you don't know how it it gets there. So, like you said, if it is like you know. He's just taking off the mask and the eyeshadow is still there, kind of thing, in it. But if that that's like a constant look and he constantly looks emo-ish, like I'm gonna, that's gonna in a sense annoy me a little bit because like, yes, fair enough, he might be year one and he's like coming from his little adventure or what, but like Bruce Wayne is like is is two people in it. He's all yeah. he's always been able to split the Batman persona and the rich Bruce Wayne support persona. So if this is more of the blend of the two. I'm not personally a fan of that. Obviously, I'm like, so I'm going to give the movie a benefit of doubt because maybe that this might, like you said, this might be like really near the beginning and as he goes through and gets more used to being Batman, he starts to be able to switch up the Bruce Wayne and Batman dynamic. And if they do Batman. that, if they do that well, then yeah, I'm going to give them props for that. But right now, I'm not feeling his look as Bruce Wayne without, with a little eye makeup. Like, it's mm. just, it's not me right now. Um, what you said may be the case sorry just to add it up because Matt Reeves as well also said that a big part of this movie is going to be the battle between Batman and Bruce Wayne within himself do you okay. know what I mean and he kept saying it's him it's Bruce Wayne fighting the beast inside him mm-hmm. and the beast is Batman okay so like you said it could be that kind of thing where he's fighting the two different sides of him yeah if, he has to find a nice balance yeah but if um, they, if they yeah. execute that well I'm going to be all for it and I'll give this movie as much props as 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 uh, as much as it deserves in it but um if i watch it and i'm just like mm, i don't know then obviously i'm gonna come and say you know what i mean i'm gonna come and give my opinion in it. like i really yeah. do hope that they they you know succeed and give us a a, a good batman film we haven't had a really a good uh, depiction of batman since um the christian bell um dark knight trilogy movies um, oh, that is shade purely and only for Ben Affleck, bro. <laughs> 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 it's the only Batman we've had since. <laughs> and he, to be fair, he hasn't even had his own standalone movie yet, has he? Uh, has yeah, he? I know. Yeah. And Batman vs. Superman, so... Mm. That's true. That's <laughs> a land there as well. There's no real story or universe built around his particular Batman. Yeah. So that's all we've seen. Sorry, um, Mike, let me let you finish since I interrupted you earlier. Yeah. So to add to it, um, the pale complexion um, that Robert, that Bruce Wayne has also shows that you know he's more active at night than during the daytime. Um, again, purely because it appears that you know he is being more Batman. This could be this could tie in into you know um, later on, like Big T and you have discussed that you know his transition from Bruce Wayne or the battle between Bruce Wayne and Batman and him deciding what he wants to do, how he wants to uh, play it out everything. I think it's a lot to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Ring under, under the Eyes, though, um, again, in the trailer, when he was Bruce Wayne, when Rob Patterson was Bruce Wayne, he didn't have that um, that dark pad under his eyes, so it could very well just just be that, I don't know, maybe just dirt gets collected under, under his cow or something as simple as that rather than an actual choice, movie choice or um, design choice or what have you to have him have a dark makeup under his eyes mm. um uh, again what i picked up from the um trailer was that the villains appear to be the riddler and mm-hmm. the penguin again mm-hmm. you mentioned this um and this is based also based on the letters and messages sent to him so also we all know the riddler is someone who likes to leave little notes little riddles here and there little clues mm-hmm. um 
to either the next big thing that he's going to do or 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 what have you. So yeah. that's the case that it could very well be the Riddler. Um and obviously we've confirmed that it's Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um and perhaps the Joker in there as well, or if not, then um there's definitely a Joker gang in there. Again, like Big yeah. T says, Big T, you covered a lot of stuff. Take all the content. Yeah, exactly. So again, with the makeup and stuff like that, um, again, look at Joaquin Phoenix's Joker at the end of that movie. Do you had a gang with you know white paint on their faces and everything like that, looking like Jokers? So the, this could be like a continuation of that, where they bring in a Joker gang into it. Um, but the Joker himself hasn't been a fully realized villain, and um, again, could need a second movie to tie him into this. Um, and then we also have Selena Kyle, and this is like also a young. Seeing a cow, young Catwoman as well, so um, I don't think we should be expecting any sort of love story between him. I'm sorry, between her and Bruce Wayne. I hope right not. The bat. I hope we cool. don't get I, that. I hope we don't yeah, get like again if it's successful. I hope we don't get that to maybe like the second or third movie in this franchise that they're building or whatever they're doing. Yeah, if it's a franchise, I'd, I'd expect it to be one of the one of the last movies, if anything. So third movie onwards that can happen in it. But right now, him sort of being trying to be Batman and with everything going on, I think will make more sense that they are just frenemies in commas. Just, you know, one minute they're teaming up, <laughs> next minute they're fighting against each other, that kind of thing. That kind of thing that gets played out in every iteration of Batman sure. and, uh, and Catwoman. Um, so, at first, well, so this is going to the actors now, specifically Robert Pattinson. So when Robert Pattinson was first uh, depicted as being this Batman, a lot of people were up in arms about it, saying that how can he possibly be Batman? He's only ever done um, Twilight and a few other movies. But thinking about Robert Pattinson, actually, he's done a lot of movies, and his oh, yeah. character, he depicts his characters very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously he was um, Cedric in the Harry Potter um, in Tenet, he's Neil. Um, mm-hmm. He's the Dauphin in The King, and Eric Packer, Eric Packer in Cos- uh, Cosmopolis. So those are just a handful of movies that he's been, and you know it's a wide range of uh, characters. So um, I think with movies in general, when it comes to picking the right actors, a lot of it is also the storytelling and the script rather than the actor's ability to portray that character. Mm-hmm. Um, we have you also Zoe need Kravitz. a good jawline, yeah. sorry, and he's got the jawline that he line. definitely has the jawline, yeah. He's a belie- he's a believable Bruce Wayne. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially it's especially sexy if it's as well. <laughs> <laughs> no hetero. Especially because no, no. <laughs> Especially because he's a young Bruce Wayne as well. I don't expect him to have, you know, all the scars from his previous battles and you know, for him to have a super hardened look and everything like that. Um, so again, it should, I mean, I think Robert Pattinson will actually do a, a good job as uh, Batman, as long as you know the script is correct and it makes sense, and you know there's not doing any sort of deus ex machina moments and it just moves the story along. Mm. Um, if it does, if if all that happens well or is done correctly, then we could have a, a great franchise. Mm. Um, all right. So, what would you rate this trailer? I give it four piece, eh? just because. What? Sorry, it's four piece. No, whole chicken, whole chickens, whole chicken. Whole chicken. Whole chicken. I was like, what sorry. the hell? Four piece. There's no such a sorry. Listen. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, that's right. Sorry, I, reason... I just missed that. Sorry. What? What? What did you rate it? A whole chicken. I rated it a whole chicken. But I initially said oh, four piece because he's I, confused. Yeah. I'm whack. <laughs> I'm whack. 
he's still learning. He's still learning. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, the, reason get, the reason I'm giving it a whole chicken is mm. because of the, the. It has subtle reveals. So, the one thing I hate about movie trailers is when it tells you everything in the trailer. So, when mm. you get to a movie, you're not. I mean, you, you kind of get disappointed with it because. It's sort of like you know what's going to happen next. You know this is going to happen next. This is going to happen. This is going to happen next. Mm-hmm. But this one, you get because of the subtle clues they leave behind, like the Riddler, the Joker gangs, um, the Penguin. You're now having to think about how is this movie going to be played out? Is everything going to happen at the beginning? Is is everything going to happen in the middle? How's the how's the ending going to be? Um, you have all these characters are revealed to you in some way, shape, or form. And mm-hmm. to be honest, they could even just be the key. Sorry, they could even just make cameo appearances. So. Mm. Um, because it doesn't reveal a lot, it allows you actually allows you to you know spitball here and there, think about how is this going to get played out, stuff like that. Um, it leaves you wanting more, mm. and that's why I'm giving it a whole chicken. All right, you guys both really love this trailer. Um, boy, I'm seeing a half chicken, man. Um, I do, I, I do, I do. Under- now I remember why I left this. <laughs> I, I like, I do understand as a teaser trailer, and I'm glad that again it was limited what they showed. Um, fair as well sorry just to cut you off quickly the the director said they've only filmed 25 percent of this movie okay so that, okay, oh, that's wow. like they were limited to what they could show maybe that was a happy coincidence like mm. you said because then the trailer couldn't reveal too much yeah but they've got a lot of filming well, to do on this wasn't this list listed as a teaser trailer so technically this is not even a main trailer like you're gonna get a proper yeah. one later down the line okay so nothing against Matt Reeves and what he's doing with Robert Pattinson as Batman. It's just that, like, you know, DC, the the, the bad taste is still kind of there in my mouth. And obviously Aquaman, Shazam, and to some extent Wonder Woman have alleviated that a little bit. But, like, I need to see it to alleviate it. Like, I'm not going to get get too gassed on it. Like, to be, like the, 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 when he went ham, yeah, and just fucked up that dude, gassed me. Like, as he gassed me, I was just like, oh. I would get, get more of this, but then there was other little shots. I was like, I don't really understand where it's going. I don't really understand too. Like, I haven't like rewatched it enough times to like kind of break it down. But for my initial reaction, I was just like, okay, yeah, this this looks alright. Do you know what I mean? Um, I didn't, and this is gonna sound really bad because I love Andrew Circus in it, but him as Alfred just didn't sound right, man. Like, it just really? sounded, huh? Really? Yeah, I just didn't. I I just didn't think it sounded good in it. Like that. That's just my opinion. Uh-huh. After Michael came though, mate, like after he was like, Oh listen, Master Bruce. <laughs> after that, like he didn't have anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, again, we'll, we'll see how it plays out in it. Um and then the email, yeah, the, we were talking about the email Batman in it. And obviously like I thought Colin Farrell looked amazing as Penguin. Like if you blink you might not even realise who that was. Um, it's only when I saw it got sent a screenshot, I was like, Oh wow, like the power of makeup in it. Um, hey, that that blew my mind. That was like one of those blue dress, gold dress things. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, like I really do hope this movie is a success. Like, and I hope it is the Batman that everyone wants, and I hope it can span more than just one movie. Um, because that is the thing um, that DC have kind of struggled is like making a movie to then lead onto others and then have that continuous success to hopefully do a really good trilogy. Uh, so yeah, I, like I said, you know, I'm just, you know, it didn't fill me with that much excitement and joy because obviously, again, like I've heard a lot of rumors about this movie for a while. Um, so when it and seen a lot of the pictures from the sets and stuff. So again, when they revealed the the Batmobile, I was just like, okay, I, I've kind of know that I was coming. 
Um, it's a shame we didn't get to see anything of him on a bike. I might have been gassed by that um, because that is a scene I'm really looking forward to from um, some of the pictures I've seen from from the set. Um, and yeah, like I said, I really do, do hope that this comes together. Like, obviously, if it turns out to be an amazing movie, uh, when we watch it and review it, obviously, I'll give it its fair dues. But if it turns out to be another DC flop, yeah, like, we we haven't really touched upon Wonder Woman with UT, but like, that trailer does not feel with confidence at all. Do you know what I mean? Nah. That, that nah. Just, After the first one, do you know what? The first... The first Wonder Woman movie mm. was probably the best of the DCU so far. Yeah. Um, well, at, yeah, at that like time. DCU, not including like Joker and stuff like that. But mm. at the DCU, I think Wonder Woman was one of the best. Not just because she's Greek, you know, yeah. that had a bit to do with it. And funnily enough, I'd say that it's between Wonder Woman and Shazam, which both have Greek origins, mm. just so that, you know. I was, I was going to say, I was going to say Sh- Shazam and Aqu- Aquaman. I probably I feel like I enjoyed Aquaman. Aquaman, you could argue, has Greek origins as well. <laughs> this, that, but you know. <laughs> this guy is so whack, man. Um, uh, but yeah, is there anything else anyone wants to touch upon on DC fandom, or other than that, like we're coming to an end? Um, I would I, I would just like to say that um, again, I am a, I'm a bit skeptical. I hope this movie does well, but I'm also a bit skeptical as well for the very reasons that you uh, raised, Nana. Because when you look at um, the DC. Um, DC uh, sort of cinematic universe, DCCU, whatever, however people call it. Um, I have been disappointed with it. So you know, Justice League. Um, then you also had um, the new uh, what's it, Batman vs Superman. Um, yeah. Those movies were disappointing. It's also some some more disappointing. Why did you say that name? That's his mm-hmm. mother's name. Ah, oh, that, uh, that is probably like one yeah, of the worst uh, piece of cinema cinema history ever. Like, I know, in, in fifty I years know. time, people are gonna be taking the piss, so much piss out of that scene, man. Exactly, exactly. So I have been very disappointed with the cinematic universe, the DC cinematic universe. Where I thought the caveat to that is, I absolutely love the DC animated uh, movies. Um, you know, they they're, they're always they always appear to be better. They always have more content than the actual uh, cinematic universe. So. I'm hoping with this one, you know, as long as time and care is taken to ensure that this movie um, portrays what it's supposed to portray, and you know, even if it's current fans is trying to satisfy or bring in new people and maintain current fans, however they want to do it, that's fine. As long as they have a plan in motion, um, I don't want it to be some uh, sort of like a, a split in, pro- in project, like how like how we had with the Justice uh, League movie, where you know. Halfway through, you have one director um, quitting or leaving the, sh- leaving the um, development of the show, or sorry, development of the movie, and then having someone else with their own ideas, then not marrying up the two. Um, that'll be a big disappointment. Um, so I understand that, but I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, especially for this Batman movie, that, um, you know, it does well. And that's it. <laughs> that's all I have to say about it. Nah, cool. T- just, just quickly, just to touch on what what you what you said about mm. um, the animated movies. Like, I agree in general that the animated DC movies have been the best. Like, even better than Marvel animated movies are mm. trash. Do you know what I mean? But mm. yeah. one thing um, that's interesting about the current state of animated DC movies is they're actually trash as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the current ones. Yeah. Yeah, because funnily enough, I never knew this, but the the production team that used to work on Marvel animated movies now make the dc animated movies Mm. so that's probably why there's been such a drastic change in quality and any dc fan that used to cuss 
Marvel movies, Marvel animated movies, but is still sticking by these current slate of DC animated movies mm. is a bit of a confused child, like because <laughs> it's the same thing basically. Do you know what I'm saying? That yeah. I was so looking forward to Killing Joke, and then when I saw it, like when they stuck to the Killing Joke stuff, it was uh, it was good. But yeah. all that stuff they added with Batgirl was so much trash. Like, and then they made Batman it wasn't and Batgirl necessary. have sex. Like, no, nah, that was not necessary. That that, that was, was massive. Weird. <laughs> that was some happen. Bill Cosby shit. Wow, that needed to happen. But I liked I liked the joke at the end because that joke is so iconic. Yeah, um, yeah, so iconic. And again, if we have a Joaquin Phoenix meets this batman and yeah, yeah, you know that that joke gets told uh that, yeah. joke, that joke was deep you know like i've i've been on reddit comments i'm oh, sorry reddit posts and stuff like that and people explain it i'm thinking to myself this is actually so damn true about uh about the joke mm. um yeah um so yeah so the t is what well, t any closing statements because i'm about to wrap it up um no i mean DC fandom, it was a good experience. It was good to watch. Mm-hmm. It was clearly, obviously pre-recorded, mm-hmm. even though they said it was a live event. It was obviously recorded because they had a yeah, lot yeah. of people like on green screen and then they put them on like to make it look like they was in a big open hall standing next to each other and shit. Or mm-hmm. they'd have them on like a Zoom chat or something. Yeah. But it was bait because like someone would bust a joke and then they'd all start laughing and then it would cut and then everyone would just be straight faced like no one just stopped laughing like that do you know what I mean like so mm. it was a bit obvious it was oh, pre-recorded yeah. some of it was scripted do you know what I mean mm. like with with the Suicide Squad stuff um, the, the game announcement they had Will Arnett who played um, the voice of Lego Batman yeah yes um, they had him interacting with the characters of the game talking about what their mission would be and stuff like that so there was a lot of fun stuff like mm. that there was a lot of like cosplay sent in. There was a lot of fan art. One was really nice. I mean, obviously, like I said at the beginning, I've, I've got a daughter now. Mm. So it's given me kind of a new appreciation for Wonder Woman, not just because she's Greek. But <laughs> All right, as, as we a get it. Empowerment as well. <laughs> this guy is um, so garbage sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> but um, there was a really cool um, fan art of this little girl, like wearing like her mom's high heels and hat and shit, looking in the mirror. And then in the mirror is Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, like looking back at her. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of good fan art like that, um, which again, a, a lot of DC fandom event was filler, yeah. in my opinion. But what what was good about it was really good. So yeah, I, I thought it was a good event. Mm. Um, I'm just gonna say um, for those that've been listening to the show a long time, and I'm not really uh, the biggest fan of um, swapping the races of characters. Um, but Jeffrey Wright's little snippet of him as uh, Commissioner Gordon didn't look too bad. Um, obviously, I'm going to see what it's like when it's actually in the film. Um, and then we'll go from there in it. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing, in the sense, a black person play Jeffrey, um, Jeffrey Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to let and see. Obviously, again, if he's trashed, then I'm going to come out and say he's trashing it. <laughs> um, but. I hope he's not a, a part of the film that, like, makes the film not good in a sense. Um, mm. Because I doubt it. He's a good actor. He's yeah, he's a he's a very good actor. Very good actor. Do you know what I mean? So mm. that's why, obviously, I understand why they cast him in it. Um, and let let's see if it gets um, the same kind of racial hate. Um, yeah, yeah, like Human Torch and stuff. Get like it will be interesting. 
Mm. All right, man. So, yeah, guys, thank you. And that brings us to the end of our all the coverage from DC fandom. Um, ne- I don't, uh, hopefully, next week is not going to be a slow week and we can keep the news ticking. Um, we will have some movies to review, uh, some TV shows to review. Um, fingers crossed. Um, I will have seen Tenant by next week and that will be our very first movie that we'll be reviewing post-COVID. Well, COVID is still around, but in terms of um, things being eased up and reopening, that will be hopefully the first post-cinema um, movie uh, review that we'll be doing. Um, so, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on all our socials. Um, and without further ado, Martin, say bye to the people. Bye, everyone. Catch you next time. BT, it was good to have you back. Say bye to the people. Bye to the people. And thanks for having me as a guest on my own show. Yeah, so guys, thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Bye-bye now.